YoMTG Taps is brought to you by StarCityGames.com. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of YoMTG Taps. This is Big Head Joe, and I'm here with Joe Pasco, Johnny Unitas, <laughs> Connor LOL, and Dave Heilker. We're here talking about Magic the Gathering and sorcery and other things, too. <clears throat> so anyway. <laughs> Dear reader. <laughs> so, so tell people what that was in reference. That was a reference to... Uh, Brad Neely's reimagining of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone called Wizard People, Dear Reader. You can find the entire thing on YouTube. Um, if you type in Wizard People, Dear Reader, it's broken into chapters. He just narrates the entire movie using that voice. It's scary that all you need is a sore throat to sound exactly like him. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, uh, so, you should... Definitely check that out. It's hilarious. We've been watching clips of it as we go. We'll have it all done in about half a year. Uh, <laughs> if we keep coming over and watching one clip per podcast. So Right on. It'll be good. So uh, the whole M11 spoiler is is out. So I think that's all we're going to talk Everybody about today. Everybody dance now. Unless you're John Hugal. <laughs> He's just going to apparently just going to sit there underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with that because that was okay. So, so on Twitter, what this morning, last night, whatever. Uh, at three a.m. At, at three a.m. Okay, <laughs> Eastern time because this is all relevant. Um, the uh, you know on Twitter, John posted that he was underwhelmed with M11. So, I think that's kind of controversial because a lot of people it's, feel the opposite. So. This is this this is the quote from uh, from. Unfortunately, a word representative of the site, John, John, Johnny Unitas. John, M11 is... I'll try to do it in his voice. M11 is completely spoiled, bro. Snap judgment. Underwhelming. Yep. Bro. <laughs> I, I, I think my main thing is that, like, once, like, cards like, and I don't even know if these cards will be played. Like, we'll cultivate. We'll, like, cultivate Jace's Ingenuity... Um, the the five the, the dual lands the glacial fortress type mm-hmm. lands and stuff. Right. Once those were all spoiled, I'm like, awesome. I was like, this is gonna be another you know great core set. And and I think it's good. But when I'm buying a pack of M11, like there's not really that many cards that I'm gonna be excited to look for at the back of the pack. Like, there, of course there's gonna be Bane Slayer, but we like we already have Bane Slayer. You know, it's like right. it's like remember the previous core sets when you would only buy the core set because there was like Wrath of God or like. You know, one sta- staple, so to speak. You would buy like for the Yavimai Coast and all that. <clears throat> like with this, I mean, they definitely you know did you know kind of carried on what what M10 brought with Lightning Bolt. You know, cards like Negate, obviously Bane Slayer Angel, the Dual Lands, and things like that. But other than that, like the Titan Cycle, I'm underwhelmed by. I think Grave Titan's cool. Other than that, I don't really like them. Um, the because apparently you're just you're just fearless, it, it, like in the very face. Of a fiery mountain raining down three damage on you with every attack, uh, at yeah. least. The, the Shivan Dragon that doesn't fly? No, bro. Uh, actually, I'm talking about the Primeval Titan. 
bro. It's called Valakit, the Fiery Mountain. You mean uh, Inferno Titan? No, 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 no. no he's I talking about he's, oh, he's, he's fetching Valakut. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. Ah, Valakut, the Fiery Mountain. He, he bought 40 Valakuts this week. I, think. <laughs> I didn't know such a thing. Don't, do, not, do, not, do not try to dash my credibility John Medina, with Johnny Medina. Medina. <laughs> you're sitting here wondering what the F you're talking about, and you know that's not true. Um, you know it's not true. I don't know. Like I think you like need to compare them to the Kamigawa Dragons. I don't think you need to do any such thing because they're, no they're garbage compared to the Kamigawa dragon. Yeah, 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 I, I honestly that that's a really good point. I did not even consider the green Kamigawa dragon was really 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 good. What really, did he do? it was so good. Did he he like six one one counters. It was Jugen. Like, like, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, distributed as as he was not playing. He was not playing. Of saying what you're thinking of saying right now. Stop. People only played Kamigawa. Hey, say thank you. And um, Ka- Kaiga, Kaiga, yeah, Kaiga, yeah, whatever, however, yeah. Uh, there's, there's, <laughs> there was, there's Yoshi <laughs> Kellogg's um, <laughs> Cookie Show, that's Coco Cachel. But no, I like the 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 uh, the Titan cycle. Like I said, um, oh, well, like when Sun Titan was the first one, so everyone flipped out over it, and now it's like you no, know, he's in like. The uh, what's the blue titan called? Frost, Frost titan. Frost. Yeah, he's in that. He's Twiddle in that, titan. He, yeah, he, he's in that. Like, yeah, He's in yeah. that area, and like, I don't think sun. I don't like sun titan. The the red and blue one are you know limited playable, and that's it. Um, Grave titan, I think, is one that I'm excited for, and on that, that's it. And then same thing with the ley lines. Like Leyline Void, awesome that they reprinted it. Like, I don't know really how it fits in standard now. With, I mean, I like Venge Vine and Night of the Relic. I agree that that Leyline of the Void. Doesn't necessarily fit in the standard, but like the white ley line and the red light line are quite quite relevant. The red one is cool. Um, I think they would have been fine with just printing the. Is it combustion? Is that it? The, well, yeah, the yeah, one that that is awesome. I think red or something. Yeah, red really needed that because destroys Bane Slayer basically. Exactly. Five damage. Destroy <laughs> wall elements. Or wall elements. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All of it. You know what else destroys Wall of Women's is uh, Flame is Slash, Arena Titan, Arena Giant, or whatever he's really called. What? Um, the, Inferno the, Titan? The, no, Arena Cyclops. The Cyclops, or, thing. Cyclops Gladiator. Oh yeah, I didn't. I forgot what that is. It, yeah, but it, like it's like the Arena thing. Yeah. The Cyclops Gladiator, which would have cost nine mana this time, yeah. circa Tempest. Yeah. So <laughs> my main thing for saying that is that as far as you're the, trying to draw a controversy, I mean, don't even lie. No, not that's that's not the case at all. Like seriously. Because I, I thought that the the general consensus was that like you so far called the ire of one P. Chapin on the Twitter. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> but it was that they, you know, that it started and people were like, oh, the, the Inferno Titan or the Titan cycle, that's awesome, and I break that. And I felt like it kind of just we just kept on getting spoilers, and I was like, okay, now this sets out. Um, like, but I'm more excited. Like this is why I I, I was underwhelmed by it because I'm way more excited to play Mana Leak. Jason's Ingenuity, Cultivate, um, Negate, again. You know, basically all these commons and uncommons. Uh, condemn. I love Condemn. Did you call him Jason? Jason's Ingenuity. Jason's Ingenuity. You want some sort of much more formal term yeah. than Jason. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Voorhees? Yes. Voorhees? Don a hockey mask and machete and kill three yeah. of your opponents. It's the Friday the 13th theme deck, bro. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, like, like, Trust I'm, I'm really excited to play, like, play with Condemn because I didn't really play with it when it was in standard. But you know, I'm excited to play with those cards. As far as like opening a pack and getting like, like a Chandra, like, 
like that's another thing is is the 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 planeswalker cycle like they set the bar so high with Jace, Gideon, Elspeth, um, you know, Ajani, Vengeance, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I think Garug is probably the only one that's playable. Like people play like one of Jace, Bellerin, and stuff. Yeah, but you know, Chandra and Goldmane as of now is you know is underwhelming to me. Right, like, especially for for the mythic slot. I did that because uh, that's that's Joe's cue to edit something. <laughs> I feel like everything that you've just said since the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Why? I like the. I think. I think it was all relevant anyway. It I mean, was. I just wanted to say something that was like uh, <laughs> it was in your face. No, I mean you don't. You don't agree with me that like. I think. I, well, I mean, I personally the ley line. Go for, like the ley lines, for okay. example. Le- uh, go, go to commercial. Go to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Star City Games where you can get all your singles for M eleven. <laughs> I mean, so seriously, like. You, you, you're always going to be underwhelmed. <clears throat> Excuse, all right, I lost my voice. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, you're always going to be underwhelmed with a new spoiler because because what happens is, especially with a core set, you get like new card, new card, new card, exciting new card, new card, new card. Uh, guy who has survival of the fittest built in, new card, new card. Uh, they reprinted. Captivate or whatever the vampire, the vampire with lifelink is. Knight, uh, yeah. child of child night. They did, yeah. Like holy crap, Doomblade's back. Like that's what you get on the last day of spoilers. So yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. The last day of spoilers is definitely like I was like, oh yeah. great, ball graders. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, it was like oh, uh, Autumn's Veil. Is it Autumn? It's yeah. like Autumn's, Autumn's Veil so cool. is ridiculous. Uh, see, that's like, I, see, I disagree, but that's... I mean, it's not ridiculous. It's, it's just it's flash freeze. It, well, yeah. It's like a narrower flash freeze. But like, it's that's green. Fine. Yeah, that's true. Flash freeze well, it's is actually, blue. It's actually like, like silence, I think. Fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, but it's an instant... But I mean, it's silence. It's yeah, because they didn't respond to their... But you... Let's read it. You kill their pulse. Like, you kill their pulse, you... Or actually, no, it doesn't negate. Yeah, so you right. can't it's, it's yeah, no, spells so you control. Sense. Spells you control can't be countered by blue or black spells this turn, and creatures you control can't be the target of it's blue or black spells. So it turn. doesn't necessarily stop pulse. <clears throat> so it's it reminds me. We're trying to destroy your green border. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's just worse than Vines of the Vast would. Uh, right, that's how um, I feel. Like it's it's like Vines of the Vast would kind of did the so same thing, better. but also gave you a bonus. You know that you could you could do like no, it's awesome. Like I like the flavor. I like the art. I just don't think it's worth a slot with all the good green stuff that's out right now. Like it's, it's worth a, a sideboard well, slot. Well, well, maybe mean, worth a sideboard. No, board I think slot. it's definitely. I, I mean, it's, like, just a, it's just it's really? just a, it's just like I, a I narrower it's, flash. It's not. That's like, what it seems you to me. You definitely like. just should run Vines of the Vast one. Well, I mean, you, Vines of the Vast one doesn't get your ser- your your Sarah Angel, your Bainslayer Angel in the play around. Well, right, but that's like right. That's like more for a different style of deck. I'm just talking about a green deck, like just anything that's like aggressive. In the least bit, would just rather run vines. Yeah, but I mean, I think if sure. if that's the case, then they they will run vines. However, now we have this option where no one's countering Bainslayer. Well, no, the one thing the one thing that they, they, <laughs> they, um what that's because there's not a counter spell in the format. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, the one thing I think that that you do have a point about is like if they're Definitely. most decks if they're playing blue are also playing like white, <laughs> so like they're gonna have wrath. You know what I mean? Like right. so sure. you waste a, you waste a spell like. Oh, you didn't get to counter my big ass creature. Now it's out, and then you just go wrath. You know right. what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. Right. Well, I'm not tar- Yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess it really depends. Of course, it's all about context. But right now, yeah. there's not many uh, situations where I'm using a blue spell to ca- especially not in blue white. I'm not using a black spell. 
but in blue-white, I'm not using a blue spell to to do anything, to target anything. And my white spells are targeting. Well, we'll right? see how the format yeah, Exactly, out, exactly. Into know? the Royal is one thing that I thought was, it seems like it could be, it's always been fringe playable, and I think uh, I've been considering it a lot myself, but, you know, this stops that. But here's the thing. You're using two cards just to get one spell. You know, you just use two cards. It's not a cantrip. That was that was a big thing. Like I think oh, okay. if it was a cantrip, it would have been way better, of course. But uh, everything, like, if everything was a cantrip. Yeah. Well, it but just I'm saying something to put it like, over the top, like over vines, which vines actually has the ability to like do something else. Exactly. You have like an. I, an I think a year ago, thing. this card would have been like really with cryptic. Yeah. Because yeah. well, it, it would like the whole counter draw thing. It wouldn't counter the entire cryptic. It would just like if you go to like bouncer dude or whatever like that, or they go to counter you dude, you could. Play that mm-hmm. like it's it's it was a gutter roll a better gutter roll. They tried to counter and bounce <laughs> lights out. Yeah, lights out. Bro. Um, I don't know. I I think I think it might be better now with um with with man with Manalik in the format. G U T T U R A. I started and it looked wrong. Because we're used to a standard where Manalik isn't in the format, and you know, like there's a lot of green based aggressive decks, and you know, it could be a sideboard slot. No, I mean, I guess that's. If anything, it's I, I, I'm never gonna say never. You know, this is never you gonna. You just see did twice, but I did. I absolutely did. I will rarely say never. <laughs> I think I think I think almost never. Probably it would be okay, maybe in a combo deck. Yeah, like when you are really trying to resolve some sort of combo. Belt that definitely makes sense. Your creature based combo deck. But I mean, in general. It's it's not that much different than um, something like Flash Freeze. It's a, it's a more narrow a more narrow Flash oh, Freeze. It counters okay. blue or black instead of red or green. It is cheaper, but it only it only counters blue or black spells that basically target your creatures or try to counter your spells. You know, it does seem uh, as you know in a, in a, in other formats, it seems as good as the uh, what is that the the, the green bu- bees that like. Oh, yeah. It was Xantid Swarm. Yeah. Unyaro Beasting. Yes, that's the one. It's playable. Xantid Swarm was the the O one from Scourge, flying whenever it attacks. Defending defending player can't play spells this turn. It's really so good. I feel like it's it's as good as that. I'm sorry. I feel like it's probably as good as that. Like, oh, like in Belcher. Because I mean, because it, they, it doesn't let them remove it. I mean, it's situationally better. Like if they have removal, then it's obviously better. If they don't have removal, then it's probably worse. A lot of time, people don't have stuff to kill creatures. Well, that's that's the thing is that like I mean, they but they know it's coming. It, it, well, I don't, I don't know because like my experience playing playing Belcher is that it like a lot of decks have very little removal. Like look at Murfolk, for example. Their removal is force of will. You know, like so. Against like blue based control decks or just blue based decks, if you land a Xanid Swarm, chances are they're not going to board in or keep in removal for for that card when they're when they have to they're boarding in spell pierces and things like that. Hi, my name is Narcolepsy. Have we met? It's called Blue Removal, bro. Get over it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um, Psionic Blast. See. Oh, yeah. a little something called Capsize with buyback. Just say <laughs> Stifle. Yeah, it's not like the best yeah. thing, but like it right. passes, that's it fine. The turn. Um, so so how about uh, we were talking about this a little while ago, mitotic slime. 
say it's. I'm, I'm gonna try to go. Yeah, through Joe loves his hands in the air. Joe loves it. Yeah, well, I, I love it. Let me just let me just say because, like I said, like a lot of people disagree with me with the whole being underwhelmed thing. It's just from spending four four dollars and twenty three cents on the pack. Buy a winger pack, man. Yeah, that's it. Um, I'll buy a pack. Why are you doing retail? Um, you big. Dingus. I'm, I'm saying it. I'm, I'm saying it through, through that aspect is that, it, like, the. I'm just not that impressed by it. Like, I'm more excited to to see the the uncommons and commons in the pack than than the rares. I'm a, I I think that to me is a good thing. I get I, I agree with you in a way because I'm like excited about Manalik and Jace's ingenuity and Condemn oh, yeah. and all those yeah. kind of things. And I'm like, great. I have. I don't. I, I just got to get like Jace's ingenuities and and then like the rares and things. Yes, you, you talk yeah. about playing four twenty three yeah. for a booster pack, but I don't know if you know this. Uh, Yo MTG Tap sponsor StarCityGames.com. Has has full boxes of of the M11. And what's can you say that website again? Uh, it's StarCityGames.com. Okay. Uh, they're 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 a new uh, they're new on the scene. They're kind of an upstart. Yeah, they, they've only been around for like what fifteen years. Yeah, something so like that. Is that the up and coming Crad website? This is, this is them. I have I've this never site. seen this website. Before. Yeah, so they've like? got like, they've got like a nice layout. Like I mean, look, you can just order singles right here. Mm-hmm. Who's um, Chopin, Patrick? Uh, he's actually a composer. <laughs> At least. He's a composer of innovation. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing, uh, you know, our show hasn't changed at all because of our sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will not bow to any sponsors, man. <laughs> so, so for for only eighty nine ninety nine. Which I will round to ninety dollars. <laughs> Use this calculator to type ninety dollars. <laughs> Why did you divide, do that exactly? Divided by thirty six. Oh, okay, cool. Oh. It's only two point five dollars a pack. Okay, then that's awesome. I totally. T- can you delete that, that tweet? Please? I won't. I won't. I won't what? wallow in it. <laughs> no, it's your three dudes. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just. I'm saying that from purely a cracking the pack perspective. I feel like you're you're saying it from purely a I'm crabby this morning perspective. I'm but, not. I'm but think about this though. Now in your pack, you have instead of having one chance to be like excited about whatever rare, now you have you know like 14 white. other cards to be excited about because if you're more excited about the commons and uncommons, yeah, like you know, which best best common is probably I don't want to say his name wrong. Um, what's that one zombie that I was talking about earlier? Um, the the ones that come into play tapped. Yeah, the, the rotting one, legion. Okay, smallest drawback ever. Probably biggest power. Like, I mean, the power creep with this card is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's mythic. It's a right? it's a four or five <laughs> for a black and four creature zombie common rotting legion enters the battlefield tap. Yeah, so, I, not even joking. I read that card as being one in a black. So I was like, I'm pretty excited for this card, uh, dude. Uh, and this is an alpha, bro. It's four in a black. And uh, I mean, what do you put it? You splash it in the Gomezo deck in case they have like engineered plague. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause, well, because the Gemazodak is totally able to go um, to the, the new extended. It works really well with that. And engineered plague is it's probably not in. not in that. But still, I'll play it anyway. <laughs> if it Bro, works really well, list, I'm gonna play it at Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> it, actually, go. it works really well with reality spasm, though. Like that's the thing I was thinking about. Like, and that's not mythic. Unbelievable. What, so what do you guys think of mitotic slime? Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. No, no, it's okay. Just I, trying, uh, I would like to. Uh, let's, I'd like to say I like it. Let's yeah. put it on the table. Let's, let's, on it. Let's say what it is. It's a four-four for a green and four creature ooze rare. Uh, when mitotic slime is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, put two two-two green ooze creature tokens onto the battlefield. They have when this creature is put into a battle 
when this creature is put into a graveyard. <laughs> Love is a battlefield. <laughs> uh, put two one one green ooze creature tokens onto the battlefield. I just it's just like so many words. And when they go to the graveyard, <laughs> the they put, put, put zero, 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 zero yeah, tokens. Point five, point five. So uh, I, I my um, my first impression is that it it blocks it chump blocks seven times. Like it does. I mean, I'm not, well, I'm I mean, not kidding. Did you calculate that? Was <laughs> I took out the calculator? I was like, no, I mean, four four two plus a two two plus a two two plus four one one equals seven times. Seven. But no, I it's a lot of time to to sit there and <laughs> I, I think that's actually and find a condemn. I, I mean, don't, I don't think this guy is going to see any serious play until the fall when sets rotate because like we still have stuff like Siege Gang Commander and other things like that and also like he he has a, he's a high converted mana cost five is like I think yeah. six is ridiculously high for the for the Titans or whatever five for this guy it just seems like he's competing um, in the same slot as Eldrazi Monument in the deck yeah. where this ability would be powerful. Well, well I mean well, if you think about green the green like fatties it's like. Right now we have like Vengefine and now then was it Obstinate Baylor? Obstinate yeah. Baylor. Yeah, like they're they're amazing. Obstinate like they're they're Obstinate. they're really good. <laughs> yeah. So you know, get, get, and then paying one more extra for mana for this guy is like really underwhelming. What are you gonna say, Jeff? The mono green deck that I've been playing around with with Beastmasters Ascensions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. This guy belongs in that deck, like because I'm running I'm running Bestial Menace right now. I mean like. And, I mean, it's, it's good for the deck. You know, it makes a lot of dudes and, you know, Eldrazi Monument. Yeah, that with up. Eldrazi Monument is just awesome. Right? But, yeah, I was just saying, but they, this goes right in place. Becomes, it becomes, like, all your creatures. This becomes right in right. place of Bestial Menace in that deck. How, right? many, because how many slots is that? The, what do you mean? In the, in the main deck? Th- three Bestial Menace. Okay, yeah. I'm also running Wolfbriar Elementals. I'm running three Wolfbriars, three Bestial Menaces. Um, I didn't realize it curved out that high, like... Well, it, it 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 well. The thing is, like, the, so much the, there's lots of mana dorks. Like, if somebody's running, like, if I'm playing against like red deck or something, like, I side in stuff to lower the curve, so I'm not like sitting yeah. there waiting for five mana because I'm dead before that. So, like, right now it's like leatherback bail off in the sideboard just to give me something to play on turn hardy, three. Those are a hardy creature. They, they, <laughs> they stop. They stop red. They stop some stuff. Yeah, they're, um, they're good. They're, they're probably going to become obstinate bailouts. Honestly, maybe I don't I, know. I actually like like like. I mean, I I don't know if obstinate bailout is bad in your main deck. And 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 leather bailout is just really good. Yeah, like, against especially like like red against like every other color. Well, I don't know. Like like not that I think is going to see a lot of play, but green's ley line is bonkers against red as well. Yeah, that, I, 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 I know. I was actually think about green's ley line. I was actually thinking because it, it seems pretty. The the, the card. Just seems super underwhelming. What gr- gr- the le- green ley line? Yeah. Well, let's t- let's well, I'm just saying. Like, this, I'm just. If we're going to talk, I'm about just it. saying. Like overall, okay. The green ley line ley does what a ley line does. It's uh, two two green. And then um, creatures you control get plus uh, plus Z- zero plus one. And, and whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may gain a life. Yeah. So it the fact that it it's like the only ley line that's great in multiples because yeah. you are you know gaining several life. Yeah. Pumping up your creatures. More than once. I, I feel like with the token generation of the deck that I'm playing with, like I think that almost is better than Obstinate Bailoff because I can get it for free. Mm-hmm. I'm gaining life right off the bat. I mean, like even if I play a creature and then they bolt it, like I've already gained the life if it's out. I mean, and and yeah. you know, Obstinate I mean, Bailoff too. And then if they bolt it, there you're just like, <laughs> it's still alive. 
Well, yeah. if it bolts I, it without that, it's still alive. No, no, I mean just in general. Obstinate Bailoth is just like a... Yeah, I think, I think Obstinate Bailoth... Like, if you're sideboarding against Red Deck Wings or Jund, if they're even still going to play... Blading is literally not a card yeah. anymore. So, yeah, so... Yeah, Obstinate Bailoth is definitely like a four of... And I, I think it might see a lot of main deck play in the beginning, like a couple of weeks, while people might still be playing Blading. Gotcha! Yeah. I think that, like, it'll... I mean, like, Tim was playing Jund on Friday, and he had lightnings in his sideboard. Like, already. Right. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, he's preparing! He's a way line of anticipation and belief. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I guess that was probably because he expected Vengevines, I would think. Yeah, maybe. Know? I mean, because it's obviously... that That's the thing. Like, Vengevine already makes lightning less powerful. And so if you, uh... Just Bailoth just really makes it ridiculous, but ma- it makes Blightning ridiculously bad. I mean, um, Angelic Arbiter. This is the five-six flyer uh, for white-white five. Each opponent who can't cast—I'm sorry—each opponent who cast a spell this turn can't attack with creatures. Each opponent who attacked with a creature this turn can't cast spells. So if you attack with a Planeswalker, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, it—for an enchantment, I, it's a little much. Like, I I is this idea. like eight mana or something? Seven for a five six flyer. I mean, it's really bad. It's, it's yeah, it's like, it's like casual, powerful, but casual. Yeah. It doesn't really work too well in this Titan meta game, you know. Yeah. <laughs> True. Like I'm I'm swinging with six sixes and getting abilities. Like it's just over. Yeah. It's seven. seven right. Like, it's kind of like you don't need to cast a spell though. I'm if you attack with a Titan, you casting a spell. I, I don't either, think I will see play, but. <laughs> Like, what the Titans? You the don't Titans like the or this guy? You, you don't like thing. the Titans? Uh, I think a couple might like see like a couple. So um, so so two out of five is just a terrible percentage. Well, no, it's just like I feel like there'll be like two ofs and like forty percent of a as, as like role as like good. role players in like a certain type of deck, but like I don't think they're gonna be like there's no. It's not gonna like. You can't base a strategy on it. Like you would never want to do that. Well, I don't think. Well, I, the the green one. I think you you very reasonably could could expect, could play that as a four of the Valakut. Valakut. Valakut's not a deck. Right can now, we just, can we just like bleep every time someone says Valakut like it's a dirty word? <laughs> no, no, no. Hank, Hank, Scott's roommate plays Valakon. I mean, so does Valakon. So does my main man Don MF and Hiles. That's not the point. In all in all seriousness. I really shout out to Hank. Spare. I really want to run Primeval okay. Titan in some sort Hack of deck space. that ramps to Eldrazi. Yeah. So you play it and you go temples, and then the next turn you swing and you go Eye of Ugin. Doesn't matter if it comes into play tapped because it doesn't you, matter anyway. Right, but it makes this stuff cheaper. But uh, he's already like at six mana. Like uh, people are viewing. Who has seven mana? Gets guys turn turtle. three. Boom. Sarah Sanctum. <laughs> Boom. Got, coming in with a maze of it. Boom, he's the best friend 43 lens I've ever had, bro. I take, I take you back. I, if, he, if he costed four mana and put one land in the play every time he did it, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, a four but, mana 6-6 six, six that did something. You no, know, four mana, like a four mana 4-4, four, four, like cut him a little bit, trim him. It doesn't sound like a titan me, bro. Like, give, like give him half hard. trample. Give him half <laughs> trample. Scramble. Bloodthirst. Scramble. Bloodthirst. <laughs> nice. What about a phylactery lich? Oh, wait, are we going over just the, the rares or something? I'm, no, I'm just jumping to cards yeah. that I think are interesting rather than us talking about every card. Yeah. I, I just figured, we don't like, really need to talk about Stone Gold. I like the right. Horcrux Lich I, myself. What is it? Horcrux Lich. Yeah. yeah, Horcrux Lich. That's what I thought. I was like, man, they should have used Horcrux. They should have. That would have been tight. I mean, pretty much that's what it is. But uh, it, it's a 5-5 five, five for black, 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 creature, zombie, rare. 
Um, as Phylactery Lich enters the battlefield, put a Phylactery counter on an artifact you control. Phylactery Lich is indestructible, and when you control no permanents with Phylactery counters on them, sacrifice Phylactery Lich. My question is, are they going to have Phylactery counters in the M11 packs for us to like put on and well, stuff? I don't and think they don't ever actually really counters to, <laughs> to the pack. Right? So, oh, this pack has a little bead Shake in there. It. It's a Phylactery counter. I can't wait to play against certain <laughs> the people who are like, I've got a Phylactery Witch. Uh, I'll put a Phylactery counter on my Howard Mine and my Temple Bell. There you go. If you take a look at my way zoom, you'll see that I've won many matches with this combo deck. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I'm really excited to play playing, playing against Homestar Runner. I think that'll be the best. I've, I've played against Homestar Runner quite a few times. Yeah, the, I think the lich, the lich is pretty cool. I, I, I think, or I want to, I wanted to see play in like Legacy, or maybe Vintage, but I don't know. It's oh, the lich. Yeah. I, like as a, like a, as the negator effect, but then again, like right now, negator not played at all. So it isn't that weird mono black crappy to check that no one plays. Yeah, actually, it'd be really good in that. Hmm. But it's a neat card. It's but it seemed with so much like path and you know exile type. Oh, 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 in standard, in <laughs> standard, know, I don't it's like. It's just like uh, yeah. don't get pulsed. <laughs> yeah, right. What's indestructible? No, no, no. The artifact. Pulse the artifact, right? Well, that's uh, so oh, what you do. Oh, is, yeah, he's you bounce him, right? You bounce him. Right, you bounce to bounce the pulse. Right. Okay. You put another one into play. Boom! Another phylactery counter. You have two Horcruxes now. Yeah. But, but your the thing pulse. that the thing that had the original phylactery counter just got pulsed. Put it on. You the other, put it on your other one. Yeah, and also I think I think we should clarify. I know. Connor's over there like. Can't talk. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? I know. I'm just saying. He's probably just talking about like in response to a path or something, not necessarily the. Don't try to make oh. what I'm saying intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to come off like a moron, damn it. I don't. Like, all right. So there's a card apparently, and maybe this is a card that existed before, and I just don't remember it. They're called card Thunderstrike. And Thunderstrike. It's an instant target creature gets plus two plus zero and gains first strike until end of turn. That may be something more to it. I'm offended, though, that it's called Thunderstrike, because that's not, like, a thing. Like, oh, uh, I've been struck by thunder. <laughs> like, it's struck death by thunder. Like, what's... what's like, That's like, a very valid point. Like, there's that's... a card called Thunderbolt, and, you know, like... No, it's so you it's can a, say... It's like a move called... You got Thunderstruck. Wow! And then play ACDC. That's why they printed it. <laughs> you didn't know Marl was a huge ACDC fan? I really, I really, <laughs> really sort of hate you. I know, I, I know that John saw the truth. I've seen that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well then, uh, Pyretic... You really gotta learn how to use Twitter. You know all this shit. <laughs> yeah, nothing. I'm to- totally out of the loop. Pyretic Ritual. Uh, red, and a, red and one instant common. Add red, red, red to your manifold. It's, uh... Moving on, we no. I mean, I actually, I actually think that card's relevant. Like, I, mean, I think it's, it's, uh, it does it does what you want to do. Like, it gets your storm count up for whatever you're trying to do. So, I mean, I think storm counts. Come on, man. Well, this is a standard podcast. You guys are just like forty three lands, mono black vintage deck nobody's ever fucking heard of. Look, <laughs> we talk about we, we 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 talk about standard. We have you on the podcast like once a month. It's Dave Heilker talking about legacy, so we don't have to. Right on. Um, <laughs> see, it'd be real sweet if you had like credits. 
that rolled. So like, like I could be. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll do that at the end of this episode. I'll do. You just can't. Just look them. for them. Okay. <laughs> just stare at the stare at the fucking. You know, like six times. <laughs> Dude, you said you put the credits in. And yeah, we did. We held them up to the microphone. We held the monitor up to the microphone. You didn't hear them going by. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like in like sitcoms where it's always like, it's like and. And Tony Danza as, as Tony, or and Andy DeVito <laughs> as Frank, or and uh, you know uh, Johnny Dingus as Doctor Steve Brule, or something. So like, I would be that one. Brule's yeah. rules. Brule's rules. I wish. I wish you could make all one right. My girlfriend showed me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you guys can go outside and talk about your TV shows. Yeah. So I, in in standard, I, I don't think. It oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Yeah. For your health, it is. But the OMTG taps does not fall into the jurisdiction of America. So you have to. And you are completely... Said, absolutely. Oh, okay. man. My dining room may be America, but the podcast is elsewhere. It's in the cloud. So is this some sort of, like, like complex plan for you to kill John? You now? don't? Yeah. Usually. <laughs> yeah, is that like, like most of my plans. Nice. <laughs> they can hear us staring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... So, so no, no, what you, you were saying about you want to be the legacy correspondent in the credits, I'll, I'll take care of that. When when we have scrolling credits, sweet. All right. Well, audio podcast. Yeah. Exactly. So, pi- pirate Dave Walker is the guy who does that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just like back up away from the microphone <laughs> for each credit. <laughs> so, like it's like you're hearing them go by. <laughs> we just walk by. Dave Hylker from OTDrop.com <laughs> is our legacy correspondent. <laughs> it's like virtual. Joey Pasco trying to keep things on track unsuccessful. <laughs> So pyrotic rituals. What were you saying? Uh, yeah, I, I currently don't think it's going to be played in standard, um, but it will be. I think it will be cool in. That's um, a bold legacy. prediction for you to make. For you to make there. Remember, he, he said the same thing about C Beyond for two weeks. That was actually untrue. Oh really? You? I didn't say that about C Beyond. You so did. What I said. Oh, back, if only you guys had some sort of. Way to look this up, like review whether or not this happened. What I said was I didn't think it was as good as Treasure Hunt. God damn it, fuck. Right? That's what I said. How many times have I tried to like call you out on that though? A million times. <laughs> a mil- I mean, that's, that was the millionth. I've been keeping track. Do, do I get like a hat? Yeah, yeah. Here, wear these. That's a hat. Uh, it is. <laughs> I will let you know if pyretic ritual sucks in standard. You let us know. I'll let you know. Give us a couple months. Right? But, you know. but just, next just out of nowhere, just start ca- counting star uh, count. Like, uh, play later. Uh, like, uh, 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 you guys are forgetting the critical thing about it. You pay two mana, you get three mana. All right, it's not about the storm count. It's about uh, the mana. That's great. It should actually have that on there. Though. Add one to storm count. <laughs> Every spell is played. Had one. Yeah, every spell says that in parentheses. That's, that's the new thing in the quarter set. The people will just be like, tweeting that at Aaron Forsyth right now. Go for it. So, so Temple Bell, obviously the replacement for Howling Mine. It costs three. It's an artifact rare and has tap. Each player draws a card. What do you think? I like it. I like it too. Because I, I, I like the the place where it is on the curve is good for time save, and that's. And time save is good for another like time save. Actually, I think it's a lot better with M11. Yeah. John disagrees because John is I, he's underwhelmed. I, I will say I think they they fix the howling mind effects uh-huh. with that, which is awesome. Like I, I think it's 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 great a great design, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course, I wish it would cost one less mana, but everyone says that with every spell, even like Black Lotus, they wish it cost one less mana. Negative. 
you get four mana yeah. when you play that Oh my <laughs> god, that card would be playable. No. Um, Black or Lotus, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that, does that really produce four? The unglued yes. one? Well, all I know is you have to rip it up or something. You have to rip it up. Yeah, every unglued card you have to rip up to play it. Um, Add but, four mana. But yeah, I, I think I, I really like it. From a des- design aspect, I think it's awesome that they did it. And I guess, you know, because they, they stopped the reprinting of Howling Mine. Yeah. That's, and I guess maybe that'll be like the corset Howling Mine thing. Howling well, like the other thing I like about it, like other than that, like you, it's it's good on the curve for times of, is like, like a lot of the, I mean, you can make that face, John, but really, no one can see it on the radio. Um, uh, the, 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 it's not better than a two drop. Well, no, it's, I don't think it's better. You play Howling Mine as well, but the thing is, like, Howling Mine, for example, against like a red deck, right? Like, you don't want to play Howling Mine against a red deck because they're, you know, gonna just reap all the benefits. But with that, you're able to control the, uh, the, uh, uh, the symmetry of it uh, a lot more. In that, yeah. if you give them a card at the end of their turn. You know, and then if you absolutely need that other card during your uh, during your upkeep, you do it. But you know, like it's it's it's. Well, ha- howling, howling mind effects are the worst thing against our deck lands. Like when, uh, I, when I played time, when I played times of like I would like the I think Gavin Beer he mm-hmm. said like you side out your howling minds against. Right? Yeah, he, he gave the he gave like the tech of four core firewalker. I played Vidalkin Outlander because it has more synergy with Thopter Foundry, which is also what you play as you know. When you take out the Howling Mind, so so game one. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that it's like you know game one. So one game of the entire tournament, Temple Ball is going to be better over Howling Mind. Like, is that what you're trying to say? Because that's not the case. What's what are some other cards? What just happened? What about a Leyline of Anticipation? It's blue, blue, and two enchantment rare. If Leyline of Anticipation is in your opening hand, you may begin the game with it on the battlefield. You may cast non-land cards as though they had flash. Um, I think they like they should have just went balls out and made it like non-land cards that you control that aren't in play have flash. I mean, I guess that would make it, that would probably be a little bit more confusing, but it would make it uh, like playable in like teachings. Because as of right now, it's just like the greatest card ever in EDH, and probably a, like a two of in the sideboard of like some obscure deck that doesn't exist yet. I know. What, what do you? What, what advantage is it? Like you're templating. That you okay. Use. Well, mystical teachings can get cards that have flash. Uh-huh. So if cards that you control in like oh, oh you're saying yeah, okay, never mind. Yes, I, get, yeah. I get what you're saying. So um, like Teferi did when he he was giving creatures you control. Yeah, you can mystical teacher t- teachings exactly. for any creature. Um, but that like with with as if they had flash, just like I could understand giving that wording if like. There was a card that said like cards with flash can only be played anytime they ha- you can play a sorcerer or something like that, but um, it's just I, I mean I guess again I'm not on the design team and so I, I'm sure they had you know a, a completely reasonable rationale behind that. Um, I just would have rather it just gave them flash because right. it, again it gives it's just it's a really cool card and in EDH it's like the best card ever. But yeah, what I what I don't like. Sorry. Go know, ahead. Go ahead. Um, is that people are con- com, um, comparing it to Teferi, mm-hmm. but Teferi also makes is a 3-4 creature, and also um, makes your opponents only cast at sorcery speed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so... And turn Teferi. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. No, that was... Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if the Teferi had flash, that'd be a different story. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of feel like it should have. That would have yeah. been really, really neat. That would have been cute. Just, so, just does your second layline have flash? Yes. yes. Oh. You can, so so oh. if somebody goes... So here's what happens. Somebody tries <laughs> to pulse... Flash in the other one. That's right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that doesn't work at all, you guys. 
Joe. I really hope that people don't like. <laughs> Man, that is some good tech. I'm gonna totally do There's that. No way. There's no way. No way. That was the class reference. Yeah, that's Mr. Hiles. That was a joke. So, um, <laughs> go ahead, wait, Joe. Has I, th- I have a theory, and I don't know. Like, you know, me and Joe have been friends for a long time. We don't that talk about theories like nocturnal emissions or anything like that. <laughs> but I have a feeling that, like. If Joe ever had those when he was younger, and then they stopped, he saw this card, and they started up again. Uh, just a theory. Just no, no. What, yeah, it's, it's, that's funny. I'm not even that excited about it. Like, I thought... It, <laughs> so, you're wrong. <laughs> you <don't, laughs> no, look, look. Here's what it is. When I first saw it, I did think... I, think of, I thought of Teferi, and I thought, you know, wow. But then, the more I thought about it, the more I realized that it just doesn't seem like... It doesn't really seem knows. that good. Well, for one thing, it's terrible in multiples, which all ley lines are except for the green one. Um, there's no reason like you want to play it in multiples because you want it in your opening hand because you want to play it for free. Certainly but as better. soon as you you have two of them in your opening hand, and now you're basically you know yeah. you're, you're down. You could say you're just down a card because you're one of your cards is actually doing something. But what? Good. No, no. I I mean it's I think it's great. Like wow, I could play cards. As if they had flash, you know, like that seems really good. Except that it uh, doesn't like. I don't know. I, I feel like with ley lines, the the way that you play with them is like I need this card for either this matchup or for my strategy. I need to run four. I need to get in my opening hand when mm-hmm. I want to or mulligan for it. Mm-hmm. Like it's the way that people play with ley line of the void. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the new red red ley line will be played like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I think like those are like the types of ways that you use ley lines. I don't right. think this card unless it's in like a deck that sort of is like some sort of combo-ish deck or something. Yeah. It's not going to see any play because you you really need your ley lines to to like do what they're doing like just like ley line of the yeah. void and the red ley line. Yeah. It's like so that's an, it's I'm not guaranteeing that the red lane line will see play because my whole uh, thing about core firewalker is to just ignore it or uh, I think just uh, pretend I mean, it's, it's not there. It's good against uh, <laughs> it's good against Bane's way angel too. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, it's huge. What, what I think is is weird is that like in a core set they're printing like ley line. Like to to me the ley line cycle is kind of interesting. Like when I what were they first introduced in? What was that Ravnica? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. 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 When I first like ch- checked them out, like. I, I didn't fully under and me being, you know, a average player at best. I I didn't currently. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I didn't understand the I I didn't understand that they just like threw in the play. Like I didn't know if you could respond to them and stuff like that. So for being a, a core set, you know, cycle, I, I think that was that was kind of interesting. I think Leyline of Singularity is the one that you really want in multiples. Yeah. That's the green one, right? No, that's no. the blue one that destroys it's itself. The old blue one. <laughs> 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 oh, the all, yeah, all non, uh, all non, uh, what is it? All non land All non land permanents legendary. are legendary. I remember I played against the one from that uh, and like hunted horrors and hunted stuff one time. That was, oh, okay. oh, yeah. It was kind of scary. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, I didn't play it, but it was. Yeah, it was fun. It's a neat idea, anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Can I ask you what's Because like I have a hundred Lamazu, and she's just a bizarre looking creature. She's like, I'm a bro with wings and a face, and my face is really, really just mushed up into my tummy. It's it's kind of. Are you, are you, yeah, Google, I'm googling Google? it for you. Yeah, it's, it's a sphinx. Well, it's not it's not exactly, but it it's similar. Like it does seem a lot like a, a sphinx. Um, it's a helpful, protective female god. Uh, I could use one of those in my life. (laughs) Winged bulls or lions with the head of a human male. Come on, bro. I don't know. In art, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Well, well, so so this female god is a human male. Bull or lion? 
Uh, and lion share, but a bull is specifically now with that helpful human and male. protective in quotes. Like <laughs> no, <laughs> they intend to like like oh this is this thing will help you. It rips also, off your head and like also, smushes it onto its headless body. Also, not unlike a succulent, it will try to have sex with you, which will be awkward because it is a female, but it has the head of a man. <laughs> Lady Gaga feels so good and looks so strange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the wheels have come off. How many minutes in are we? As far as Leyline if anticipation is concerned, I almost well, I anticipated you'd be more excited about this car than you are. I know, well, I just haven't seen that. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a little underwhelming. <laughs> Fauna Shaman. Now Fauna Shaman seems. Like, probably one of the most ridiculous cards in the set. I don't know. Yeah, I think that the Garrick's pack leader... No, what's it? The Garrick's <laughs> companion's better. Because that's a 3-2 trample for... That's a 3-2 trample for two, and this is just a 2-2 two, two for two. Right. And so that's... I mean, two, two, this two? is like... There's nothing to distract Wait, it's like that's, 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 that's a 3-2 for two? Which yeah, one? Yeah. Garrick's... Garrick's um, companion is a 3-2 yeah, for two. 3-2 trample for two. Way better than Fauna Shaman. No, I mean that is a cool card, though. It is means cool. better than Fauna Shaman in an aggro deck. It's better than Fauna Shaman, <laughs> period. I mean, like this thing sucks. It's just like it's like a wolf that costs one less, right? Isn't that what the 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 two two for green one? That's what they say about but it, right? Scared wolf, sacred wolf, Sa- <laughs> scared wolf, scared wolf, <laughs> sacred yeah, wolf. It's a three wolf. one. See, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> no, are, do you, do you really not like the card though? No, I love it. Wait, what yeah, about really? Fauna Shaman with Vengevine? I'm kidding. I love Fauna <laughs> oh, Shaman. Okay, Fauna I, Shaman I, is awesome. I didn't know what it did until I just looked <laughs> at it. it two weeks ago, you dummy. I have not seen the M11 spoiler yet. How many Use your brain. Use your brain, you freaking bimbo. I didn't know what the ability was. He's, he's, he's one of the guys that when it says warning contains spoiler, he goes, "Nuh-uh. I'll know. I'm waiting until pre-read." <laughs> So Fauna Shaman is survival of the fittest <laughs> on a stick, right? On legs. The, the one thing that's... All right, so... Let me read it. Okay, go ahead. Because okay. yeah. people don't know what survival of the fittest okay. is. Some that's people true. don't. Uh, it's 2-2 it's two, two for a green and one. Creature Elf Shaman rare. Uh, has the ability green and tap. Some people on the show didn't know what it did. <laughs> yeah, some people on the show didn't know what it did. <laughs> but no. Uh, green and tap. Discard a creature card. Search your library for a creature card. Reveal it and put it into your hand. Then shuffle your library. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous with Vengevine, all right? right? Discard a Vengevine, look right, for a Vengevine, so play a Vengevine. Before, before, all right, because I like the, I, I really do like the card. Extractor demon too. But here's, there's, here's the, all right. So because this card is probably the most, for, for my money, probably the most overhyped card in the set, and this wow. is why. Interesting. This is why. Um, it the the fact that it's a survival with, with legs. Well, it, it's not. It's not that. It's that. It's a, it, the fact that it's survival with legs is completely irrelevant. Like, it being a creature, like, it would have been much better if it was, like, one and a green, and it was either, like, a colored artifact, which probably would be awkward for a core set, or, a, like, an enchantment that can only be used once. Because the fact that it taps, it just, like, it makes that it's a creature. Com- it's only a creature, so that you can't activate it the first turn it comes into play, and that you can't, and that you, uh, and that... It can it, die easier. Yeah, that it can die easier. Like, I mean, yeah, sure, red can't deal with enchantments. So, make it like... It, like, uh, like I said... You wanted, a, you wanted a fixed survival of the fittest. Yes. Like, a, a survival that you can only use once a turn would have been better. Because it doesn't die to literally every piece of removal in the format. Like that... And it's not like... It, it being a, a creature isn't even cute, because it's not like, well, <laughs> 
got my graveyard stocked. Now I can attack with a sweet tutu. Because <laughs> at that point, they're just like, all right, cool. Well, not only do I have a remove for all that crap, but this wrath of God that, or this day of judgment that I've been holding. Good. It's fine. Uh, Connor is raising his hand. Um, I, think ooh, that, ooh, ooh. I think that it makes the Dredgevine deck, like, I'm in like insanely better. I mean, yeah. I think the fact that it's a creature isn't totally relevant because you're working with Dengevines, so you can play them to recur them. I mean, I think like right now they're playing what Merfolk Looter and stuff like that. Like yeah. this guy is such yeah. a huge upgrade for them. Yeah, well, yeah. they're gonna have to play green now. They they only played blue. Black oh, they yeah. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, so, see, this is the hard the horrible part. Yeah, I played, I played the like, top eight, and yeah. I had no clue my opponent was doing the entire time. There's green in it. But <laughs> top it's eight, no, I don't no know. Way to I've never now. seen the deck before. But luckily, I was playing red spells. And that was fortunate because you can win games where you was this your was this at doing. the PTQ? Yeah, I, I was I played against Dredgevine in top eight. Okay, and like I read your report, but I forgot. Yeah, I really like half the time had no clue what he was doing. Like it was it was. It, I mean, it's a fair like in, in your defense, it's a fairly new deck. I was and reading his yeah, I had to read and you had your grandpa's for the week. Oh no, I wasn't the week. That was this weekend. You were busy with Pep Pop, so you didn't really have time. <laughs> hey, Pop Pop, all right. <laughs> um, but uh, so everyone, so you you love it. Yeah, Joe, right? I think it's just fine. I, like I love I love the card. Yeah. I just think that it's the most overrated card. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, I'm, I'm definitely on, on the bill with you. I. People are compa- like people are comparing like the anticipation leyline mm-hmm. to to fairy the same way I think they're comparing survival of the fittest to okay. fauna shaman or well yeah Russia. it's not as good as survival yeah. of the fittest right I think I think it'll be cool though I th- I think it will be played I think of course with Vengevine it's it's really good and extractor demon I didn't even consider um, could just be in the direction I, for Dredgevine, but that's probably it yeah but I I think people are uh, are assuming that like there's going to be this crazy like combo, like, they're, they're viewing it very much like Survival of the Fittest, and Survival of the Fittest is, you know, completely... Four-color Sharoom combo. <laughs> I just like how... No, honestly, I, I, I really like how, um... What are you giving com- me that look for? I mean, bro, we talked about spoiling tech like this before. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking, right? Yeah, I, 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 I've Maybe. definitely been, uh heavily screwing around with this mono green deck lately, and, like, I feel like this... Don't do that to me, bro. Running this card in that deck would allow you to kind of make it more of, like, a toolbox kind of deal. Like, (laughs) you could go, like, pitch an extra mana dwarf, grab whatever big fatty item that's, like, relevant right now. You know, I mean, there are, like, things that I think that could be done with it outside of the whole obvious Venge Vine, like, pitch a Venge Vine, get another Venge Vine kind of shit that you can do with it. Um... I, I think it's I think it's really cool. I think it's gonna. You know. I think that card may because of that card, Vengevine becomes like Vengevine tops out like fifty bucks. Yeah, because I think it's really really good in like next level. Uh, next level. Yeah, band. next yes. level. Band yes. Definitely um, the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, like it'll fi- it'll see a lot uh, after after the rotation Jaypen of Alara. There. He's after, he designed the deck. Uh, <laughs> after the rotation of Alara, it, I think it'll see a lot of standard play. I don't. I just don't think it's a twelve dollar card. I think. I think. Um, I think you have to. They're going get, for twelve right now. Yeah. A little oh, right. I'll be don't buy them. Don't so, buy them. So what you have to do is, yeah. you, what you have trade to do is, you have to get them. No, no, I don't think you trade them away. I think you get them and you value them at like like twelve and hold them. And then when you're trading for them, you pull the uh, the local scrapist and you say, ah, yes, it start uh, online. They're like twelve. I put them at like six. <laughs> and then, like, you have to trade for them like that. Because, I mean, people are going to hold on to them. It's, it's got, it really will be a good card after rotation. I'm gonna but, get rid of and if you're not Darren, what do you value him at? Oh, did I say that out loud? God damn. He doesn't listen to a podcast. <laughs> um, I'd say get rid of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not going to work. At 12? Yeah. Well, as, as someone who has never done any sort of real financial speculation on magic, I feel like that's good advice to take, Connor. See, that's the thing, is that, okay, I want to say, because I, I listened to last week's podcast for some reason, and <laughs> you you were all, you were talking about picking up time reversal at 20 and all this stuff. <laughs> Card's bad, dude. It's not bad. You're it's, out of it's your bad. head. Like, time reversal for the record. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in Pasco's. Uh, bundle of I would pick him up for what you say. Like, like an R and B song. I'm all up in your bundle, bundle. Yeah, it's just that's just bad you're, news. You're bro. dodging the accusation, bro. I thought that you're the one who literally. <laughs> okay, at what point would you pick up for uh, time reversals? Uh, fifteen to twenty. Fifteen to twenty, I think it's a good pickup. Twelve dollars, I think it's an incredible pickup. Six dollars is is as 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 uh, some might say absurd. It is, it is preposterous to think that it was ever or would ever be a six dollar card. Connor, give us your judgment. I, I, well, I don't have time for this. No, that it's like some sort of wait, wait, wait. combo card. This, this is funny. <laughs> Connor's like, I have a question. What's time reversal? <laughs> like, all right, so time reversal. Initiated <laughs> is three blue blue. It's time twister with the extra claws that you exile. Right. Each player shuffles his or her hand. Right. So what is, where are we going to be seeing this? Uh, sure in Turbo Lands, it's it. really, in really packs, apparently, that's it. No, I mean, like, <laughs> to have stuff like that. Like, they don't know. play Mindspring. Why would you play Mindspring for Maybe nine when you can play this for five? The Turbo Land plays Mindspring. It's fine. You are Turbo. a dummy. Are you serious that you... Are you serious? You don't think that Mindspring is played in Turbo Land? I know that Mindspring is played in Turbo Land, yeah. but why would you play that over this? Because you don't want to give your opponent more cards. <laughs> Did, Mer- or did uh, Aaron's force have to respond to you? He did not write no. back, but no. Uh, Alex Shearer wrote, wrote, it would be awesomest on lands. The, uh, the, <laughs> this, this, this adds to your storm count. Adds to your storm yeah, count. Yeah, man, that would be pretty fancy. You're, you're dead wrong. It's going to be good. I, in, I, in, I hope you prove me wrong, because I, I love the card. I love the whole, uh, you know, I love Time Warp. Time Warp's mm-hmm. one of my favorite. It's uh, not Time Warp. I know, but I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm comparing it to, it's it's a power nine that's fixed, or whatever. You know, it's a card in power that's fixed. Um... I hope it sees play. I want it to be a... Right now, it's what, 30 I want it to be a $30 card. Do not see it whatsoever currently. I don't think it's a $30 card, or it shouldn't be a $30 card, rather. However, that's uh, it's called Supply and Demand, and in countries that are not UMTG Tapsia, uh, it is. It is. It, that's how that works. Um, it's a, it's a, it, I think it'll see play in Turbulence, and I think, you're, you're, I think that you're, you're, your worldview is incredibly limited... And, 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 I think, and okay. at best daft what, for you to say what, even what, if it's used play in Turboland is it a $30 card that's, no, that's, no that's, if it's, if it's yeah, a card like, like, yeah, like, I mean, put, put it together with Time Warp Time Warp's a mythic it's in the, it's in the core set right it, it currently only sees play in Turboland and a bunch of like casual French like dicks right. like time tip or whatever like that and that's what seven dollars right exactly. I mean yeah well look at I guess the the, the, the the difference is more time warps are out there too they're the available for, in Tempest yeah, you, you know. well, but you mm, also true. look at the way I would look at it is the uh, the uh, the credibility of the price point is is Lotus Cobra Lotus Cobras are twenty bucks and they're played in like all but like two tier one decks and this card can like Reasonably, could be played in two, in only two tier one decks, and it'd be turbo lands and like a combo deck that becomes built around this. Yeah, I, I don't mean to like kind of go back with with the previous podcast. No, it's okay. I, I just wanted to get my opinion on that. So what part. do you guys think? Well, go ahead. I don't think that like I don't think anyone should pick it up if they don't already have them. Like, certainly not. Um, I I'm gonna cross my fingers and 
play the odds that it's probably not going to yeah. do anything really significant. I, I agree. It, it doesn't. It, it, it just doesn't seem that, uh, that that great. Like I mean, it's 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 neat. It's a neat card, but it doesn't seem thirty dollars great. It doesn't seem twenty dollars great. I don't think even fifteen. Fifteen is yeah. the high end in my head. I think. Yeah. If, if yeah, definitely. You know, that's it's, it's, it's gonna it, pull a Lotus Cobra. Right. No, let's not say that because now Lotus. Well, no, 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 they people flipped out on it and now it's like worth nothing. So Voltaic Key is being reprinted, which I thought was really exciting when I read it, but then when I realized there's nothing worth untapping, you know, like at the yeah. moment. Now it's uncommon, so yeah, you have plenty of time to gather them. And, we'll and see what it, I mean. Scars of Mirror and will right. probably make something that might, but I mean, at the same time, Voltaic Key is just like uh, I think it's a combo. It's a it's a corset card. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah, unfortunately, that yeah. zombie is not an artifact, or else you could just run that with that zombie. Uh, <laughs> that, that one young zombie is. At but least you can two, run amulet vigor with that zombie. That's presentable. There you go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> amulet of vigor though. I just yeah, the amu- amulet of vigor. I think I said something about that. Uh, put that with your zombie deck, dormant. Yeah. So um, That's all I do, I just sit here and go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we'll take you. Uh, so yeah, I, I just wanted to mention it. It seemed like it used to be such a ridiculous card uh, with like Grim Monolith and things like that. Um, but right now, in standard anyway, there's really not much. I mean, you're gonna you can untap your ever flowing chalice, chalice and uh, and Dreamstone Hedrons, but like you know, it's not. It doesn't. It's not anywhere near as powerful as something like Grim Monolith or yeah, even what yeah. was it, uh, Thran. Dynamo. Dynamo. Dynamo, yeah. You know what card I'm not excited for, I don't like, but I'm excited for? Elixir of Immortality. Well, I think the artwork is sick. I think it's actually I, really, like, I like that card a lot. Well, I don't yeah, think it's oh, that yeah. great of a card, but, like... It's a very Feldman's Cane. Right? I liked, you know, I mean, I just like the idea of, like, them going, man, Feldman's Cane really sucks. Let's, like, make it slightly better. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Like, I just think that's kind of yeah, neat. I, I, is that, like, I don't play EDH at all. Like, would that be considered an, an EDH staple? Like, I don't know. Is Felden's game played in EDH? I uh, could be. Like, that like, like, that card could see played in EDH. I mean, the thing, the nice, I mean, EDH is kind of like... It's not going to see played in my EDH deck, that's yeah, do you have, do you have <laughs> Not do you the, have, the graveyard. Do you have the Reign of War deck? Do you have, do you have, do you have, do you have uh, you know, 58 to 62 cards that fit, you know, somehow with kind of a theme? Like... If so, then like you know, like I mean, I like find literally, like when I'm building an EDH deck, I, I'm like, all right, well, this is my general time to look on the time to look in this big box of crap that I wouldn't look at otherwise. <laughs> find 86 cards. Right. Yeah, I'm talking about competitive EDH, so like Pro Tour <laughs> level EDH. Elixir of Immortality. As a real quick aside, did you guys read um, Wrong Way Go Back? Do you guys know who? He, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Okay. Did you guys read his uh, his like ten rules of EDH? I haven't read that. Read I don't read it. I don't. I don't. I don't play EDH. I just so I don't read Joe anything does, about so EDH. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I know. I can see Joe reading it. Um, it was. It was. It was. Uh, it, like John Medina made the comment. He's like, I do all those. Things. I, I always imagine John Medina's voice being very different than it is. I always <laughs> imagine it being much more deep and like and like. Uh, Devil May Care, if you will, you know, like, he's like, yeah, I do all of those things. Like George Decay, almost. <laughs> well, I do all of those things, and 
I don't consider myself a douchebag, and I don't consider uh, John a douchebag, and I tend to agree with him. Like a lot of those, a lot of the things on the list, I, uh, we'd have to find the list. Here's but, uh, the thing. Well, there, there was a lot of controversy about the EDH douchebag stuff yeah. in, in the last like week or two. The yeah. one comment I agreed with more than any of them was Ricky Hayashi's comment. Was here's the deal: you are an EDH douchebag. The format's way too spiky. It needs like a yeah. It needs a band list the size of an EDH deck to like really be. Like this to get back to the spirit of what it was. Yeah. Like I personally don't like EDH anymore. Like I mean, like I like it okay, but like I, I mean, it is like the the format was created like as like a casual format, yeah. And then like now it's just like who can do the most stupid degenerate shit but that, first? And like, well, I mean, that, yeah, well, that's no, like no, kind no. of what it's like. I thought a, that's what it was supposed to that's be. That's kind <laughs> of what it's supposed to be. I hate but like, always. when no, somebody's no. just like <laughs> taking all the turns, or like, I mean, that's fine in like standard, you know, if you want to like combo off with your Gomazoas, go ahead. But like, <laughs> you know, like, when you're playing like a five person game and someone goes like, Time stretch, eternal witness, get back, time stretch, and crystal then shard, crystal yeah. shard, bounce it, bring it. I'm like, I just pick up my cards and go. That's not why I play EDH. Well, I play it as. I, like, that's yeah. the thing is, is like, because when you go to like, if you go say like a like like a one k or like even like a five k, and you're playing against a guy and he plays is like John EDH five k. No, no, no. Like uh, in, in like standard or something, mm-hmm. and you play against him and you're like, oh man, like you play John and like you pick up your like you get, you know. Can, you know, Range quick. All this, yeah, all this cascade happens, and like the Jun guy just like owns you. You pick up your cards, and like you know, like well, this this wasn't fun. I mean, obviously, like losing to Jun, just like getting sweeped by Jun, is not fun. Sweeped? No, no, no. no. I don't care about. I don't care about how I lose in a one on one match. Like a one on one match is one thing. Like when like five people are trying to play a game. Like I don't agree with like the don't ever try to win kind of style of EDH. I just play terrible cards because I'm not supposed to win. You know, like, you're, you're obviously, you play any game to win. You play Monopoly with your friends to win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you play, like, well, you, you never, play the game You never, of, you never play record. Twister to win, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> who, who plays Twister to win? True. You want to stay in the Twister as long as possible. I mean, it's, it's, it's no, you get in the best position and just stay there. <laughs> Can you reach the can you reach the spinny? Can you reach the spinner? No? Good. <laughs> it's it's just it's extremely hard because you know it's I mean magic is it's a competitive game like people what is? people people want to win. You know the thing is it's it's extremely hard for you know to view to gauge where it's getting to like spiky and when it's like fun or like that. Like if a person can't run the time stretch crystal shard um, eternal witness combo you know, like, maybe to them, that's fine. Maybe to yeah. other people, they feel that at that level, that's fine, that, you know, it's more competitive. And then there's other players that just want to play, you know, more casual. It's it's just extremely hard to gauge that. Listen, it's like you said, players want to play, ballers want to ball. You know, uh, yeah. at the end of the day, the real question is, what game do you think has more rage quitters? Do you think it's Magic or Monopoly? Because you brought up Monopoly. I think, <laughs> I think people rage quit Monopoly much more. Cause, oh my yeah, because it's taking eight hours. hours. <laughs> Forever. It's like it's like you started a D and D campaign and you didn't even realize it. But no, like, with, uh, you're right. I, I'm you, the you, bank master. <laughs> you come to the boardwalk. You must either pay a tithe of three hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> or you must mortgage one of your properties. Yeah, but no, plus, with EDH, plus two to die roll. <laughs> with EDH, I I you know, and uh, I could be misunderstanding it. But 
two things. One, I thought the point of it was it's multiplayer and you can pretty much play anything, but you can only play one, and that's the constriction. That's what it is. You can you can't be it's because you just have one copy. You can't be like oh, I'm going to put four Eternal Witnesses and four all this kind of stuff. You have one. So if you want to fill your deck with tutors. That's fine too. It, you have to. Have, you can only do one of each. I felt like that's the point of EDH, but it's multiplayer, and and also and and apparently it's not that at all. And it contract. seems to me that there's a whole lot of people who are very uh, elitist about EDH, and that's what I'm just like. Well, geez, I really don't want to play if it's here's this is missed. more constraints than standard. This right. Is here's, here's, what you, here's what you miss with EDH. EDH is. I mean, I'm not sure who invented it, but it like it started out or like the, it kind of gained ground. As like the pastime of judges, so and again, maybe I'm maybe I'm gonna isolate some of the audience here, but it started out as like this format where like a bunch of like like n- probably non-competitive players, a lot of them who 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 who, who, who I mean, no, we're both just sitting there like oh, yeah, don't say no, no, like 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 a lot of I mean and and again to be fair, some judges are competitive. But um, but like not you guys. You guys are cool. But we're talking but, about the other judges. Like, we're talking about the other like, ones. That, a lot of bad ones. A lot of like <laughs> non-competitive players who like you know like often play formats like poker and things like this, and put together you know this big hundred card deck and just just want to play match you know like mm-hmm. and 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 kind of get away from like the Juns of the world and the 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 times of combos things like that like not the times of combo was ever like like tearing through standard at a. <laughs> But hey, hey, John, John wasn't oh. well, John was an FNM runner up. Yeah. The other, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, sure, but I mean, it's just it's just like like people. Oh, I mean, finalist is that the, what you said? I, I put together an EDH deck to. Did they give so, you a pin to put on your playmat? When FNM finalist. Like when like when I play I, I want to play to to have fun, and like when I want when I play in like a tournament competitively. Fun is kind of a byproduct, you know. Like, and as as bad as that sounds, I know it's a game and all, but like when you play competitive Magic, if you're having fun, all the better. But like, not everyone's having fun playing competitive Magic, you know. And not everyone. If you're winning, fun. you're having. Yeah, fun. but not everyone intends to have fun playing competitive Magic. Some people play ju- like there are people who play whatever they feel to be the best deck and don't necessarily have fun playing. They're just like they're just like, well, I just want to win. Fun is completely completely irrelevant to me. Yeah, I'd rather be having fun, but I'd, I'd, I'd much rather be winning and like bored out of my mind than like losing it well I, see I don't I don't actually I think, enjoy like hate losing if I'm having a good time doing it I guess but I think that like I think that like as far as fun goes and competitive magic that's something that people always talk about and like disagree about mm-hmm. uh, the way I see it is that like the reason I play competitive magic is because I think it's fun to like go go nuts over how do I win this matchup or what how am I going to tweak my deck or like you know, it's almost just like a test of like how, if I can get like strategies and like my and like get play skill like to where I need it to be to like do well and like mm-hmm. right. that's the fun part. And when like, are you gonna and like and when am I? I don't know. <laughs> uh, By the way, well, just, last week he says that the <laughs> person, for the person who's qualified for the pro tour no, here. Right, right, no, no, for those of you who didn't listen to last week's podcast, shame on you. And also, hey, welcome, um, <laughs> uh, Connor. Uh, won a PTQ with Red Deck Wins, and now he's going to Amsterdam, and I want to strangle him because I'm so damn jealous. Uh, not of the Pro Tour, just of Amsterdam. <laughs> the, the Pro Tour is a consequence of a free trip to Amsterdam. Hello, hello Joe. Uh, this, is, this is Dave, a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, we love first-time callers. 
No, I, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> long time listener, first time caller. Long time caller, first time listener. Yeah, it's, it's, we don't yeah, hold for like three episodes. Right. <laughs> we didn't realize. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, like, um, just like, I feel like that's like, when you go, when I go to the tournament, like, and I'm still having fun, um, and I feel like, but the fu- the most fun part was the process leading up to it. And when I go to the tournament, I, I like want to see like how how everything paid off. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of like so it's a little bit results oriented. Like I have more fun when I'm doing well, but that's just because I take it really like you know into heart, like you know because of the whole process leading up to it. And that's like yeah. whether or not that all paid off. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like fun is different things to different people, right? And th- that's the problem. Because, yeah. And that that's well what said. Because some people don't have fun sitting around watching somebody else play their get their combo off. But some people are have fun going. I know that guy's going to try to combo off. Uh, you know, me and these three other guys are going to try to stop him. And meanwhile, me and that guy and some other people are going to try to stop the other guy. You know, it's like uh, the whole yeah. thing is. You, ha- you, this guy's going to combo off, or everybody's going to try to combo off. We need to figure out how to stop them, and that's the f- that's part of the fun for some people. Sure. Yeah. So, so it's you're never going to please everybody. Yeah. I think, but the but the idea of like alienating everybody by go- going, you're all douchebags. We should all be playing really terrible cards, never comboing, and never winning. Life gain cards and draw cards, cards, and but you know, no mill card, no mill strategies. And, you know, like I don't know. It's just like. If I say, well, I think mill strategies aren't, aren't fun, so they should be banned in EDH. And somebody else says, well, I don't like creatures. They're not fun. Those are house They should be gone. <laughs> 99 lands. Right. right. It's like, just like, what do you want to do? Like, how? It's like you can't please everybody. No, so whenever, whenever somebody please. says anything, do you just be like, who died and made you EDH king? Of yeah. the world? <laughs> <laughs> See? That's what I do. The, 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 the main thing I think, like, okay, like. <laughs> Like a, there goes was. the thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I was it Shear's article that said like the main problem is people say like, oh, you can have like you can have my kind of fun, but not your kind of fun. Yeah, you know, and I and I agree with that sentiment. I think that's kind of a byproduct of the whole format becoming too spiky. I think that, like, it's just, you know, there's a fine line that has that you have to walk between, like, being a douchebag and trying to win in EDH, and mm-hmm. frankly, I'm so bored of walking that line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, I want to win too, and, like, there are some things I don't like, but, like, I'm just so bored of, like, the whole... Mm-hmm back and forth about it, like, what makes you a douchebag, what doesn't, it's like, why don't I just play standard, and, like, what are you going to say? That's that's exactly, like, what I've been saying about casual magic for a really long time, is that there's just, like, there's no, there's no, like, there's no, like, um, limitation to, like, what cards people are playing, so, like, I, I can never just play casual magic just because, like, I feel like I don't know if, you know, how to, like, adjust a power level, Right. and so, like, that's... There's pretty no, much there's most there's of the no problem format, that you guys yeah. are talking about, and it's just like, I feel like, um, you know, you don't, you can't adjust a power level between your deck and your opponent's deck, whereas in a tournament-type structure, you know, like a standard tournament, I know what, like, what to expect in terms of power level. Right. And even if I don't want to play, a tier, like, a Tier 1 deck and just, like, you know, I want to, like, do something different, like, I know what rules I need to follow in order to at least achieve some yeah, sort of, like, relatively out. decent Yeah, yeah. And that, that was that was Alex Shearer's point. Like, he's he writes for Channel Fireball, and he also um, 
he has his blog giftsongiven.com and that's where he wrote this article and yes, we his did just main name drop him again yeah so. well um, yeah we did but I mean, we're talking about it we need to have it's him relevant on. yeah we do need to have him on um, but his main point is I want clear social contracts like I yeah. want to know what make it, make it clear what is not cool and that way I know how to well, how to compete like um, you know? the, the wrong way to go back uh, and I don't know his real name uh, uh, Neil, Neil Talbot okay yeah, yeah. His, his article is uh, just, just just real quick the 10 EDH commandments I think he posted this on Friday, and so here they are. Um, Thou shall play EDH and have no other formats before it. So that's, uh, whatever, it's dumb. Uh, <laughs> Thou shalt observe the rules, especially the banned list. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, then remember the social contract. If you're doing something that isn't fun, then you shouldn't be doing it. So then there becomes the like the subjective, like, what, what is, is fun. fun. Right. Um, Honor your general and play it. Don't just use it so you can play five colors because he's from like Australia, so he puts a U in there. Because you know, <laughs> whatever. Hey, it's, thou shalt not play in infinite combos. Which again, like, okay, I get it, um, but like, it, that's his house. Move. Sure, exactly. <laughs> then it's uh, then it's thou shalt not play combos that lock others out of playing the game. Which I love that. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, th- this is why I can't play ADH. Is because. I, I love doing the things that would well like you know, like okay so if you're a combo player you want to play infinite combos if you're a control player you want to lock people out of the game and like I want to like, do both like bro. like but I mean I'm just saying that's that's like the, it's all it's all back to that subjective definition of fun so like the social contract says like like don't be a dick you know like that's really like when you when you boil it down the social contract contract really says don't be a dick you know it's like it's EDH rules should just be DBAD and that's it like like. You know, you look at your band list, and you look at your, and, and that's it, and then, like, everything else is just, don't be a dick. You know, like, like, who's to say, like, you know, uh, Rob Johnson, who used to work at Legends, had, like, an EDH deck where the general was uh, Gennaro Asura 4, which mm-hmm. is, like, that band Angel or whatever. Yeah, it's like a 3-3 three, three that you can... And, uh, yeah, yeah, for three, that you can get counters or whatever. Right. And the only reason he played it was to be in band colors, but, mm-hmm. like, he played, um... What's that card that uh, when you when you play it, it's like I, I always want to say dramatic entrance, but it's not. It's a green enchantment, mm-hmm. um, and when you whenever you ca- put a, uh, play oh. a creature, you search for a creature with total power and toughness equal to that creature. And put it wild the pair, yeah, wild pair. No, so it was, it was essentially a wild pair deck where like all the creatures had flash and like could surge up for almost any other creature in the deck, mm-hmm. like and it was an awesome deck, right? And he played Janara just for the colors, you mm-hmm. know, and like like. Like, to some people, that might not be fun that he gets to tutor up, you know, two to four free creatures per turn. Right. But it's awesome. Like, it's like a, it's a cool, like, enterprising way to do it. And, like, should he have to, like, cast his Janara because, because, uh, wrong way go back says he should, or Neil Talbot says he should? Right. You know, like, and th- this is nothing personal against Neil Talbot and his weird spelling of color self. It's just, <laughs> it's just that, you know, like, like, it's just my personal belief that if he wants it, if he wants to say the word color, he should spell it like an American. But no, I mean, so let me finish. Let me finish these out. Um, uh, thou shalt not play sweeper after sweeper after sweeper. You know, and thou shalt not steal your opponent's permanence all the time. So what's an exce- so like the question becomes like what's an acceptable time, right? amount of times to steal your opponent's permanence? And like also, why aren't do they did they never print despotic scepter in in Australia? Because it says tap to destroy target permanent bury target permanent you own. Okay, <laughs> that's how it works. You, you play despotic scepter, um, and then thou shalt not tutor on your own turn. Which I don't even like. That just seems like a like what like. Like, yeah, that seems like, weird. Don't play instance and sorcery. No land. Good call, bro. Good call. <laughs> not allowed then, to play spells. And then, and then ten. Well, wait, does it say thou shalt not? Thou shalt not tutor in your own turn. 
That's weird because I thought like there was the issue, and I think was it uh, Beanie Smith from Star City said <laughs> not Beanie, <laughs> Beanie too. Oh, really? Seagull. Oops. The um, PC in the place to PC. Mister um, oh, Mister Smith. Uh, so I think someone pointed out that they don't like when the uh, the person the player would wait until the end, like the, the end of right all before, the turns. Yeah, right. before they the end of all turns. <laughs> end all turns. Yeah, so it was a prophecy. <laughs> And it's read that the end of all turns would occur. So anyway, and then like the tenth one is, "Thou shall not play land destruction." I mean, seriously, you douchebag. <laughs> and again, like strip mine and crucible of worlds that Joe had in his. Well, like, I mean, wow. like, like, all right, like so Armageddon, Armageddon <laughs> no, is probably don't. like not fun, but like, like uh, aside from that, like if you're playing in a six-person game and you sink whole like your bros land. <laughs> Like seriously, like, like what's wrong with that? Like, like what's like at that point you're just like, I roll for Delph, son. I roll for Delph. I'm just going for me. You know. Going back to the M11 talk, Vengeful Archon, because Joe is very excited for this one. It's a seven-seven for white, 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 and a four. It's a rare flying. Flying bonus. Uh, it has the ability pay X for it's a seven seven flyer for seven. I mean, it totally passes well, vanilla test. Vanilla test, absolutely. Uh, artwork is good. It's Greg Staples. Let's check this out. He is a staple. Uh, I, I, you know, pun intended. He's, you know, one of my favorites. But uh, pay X to prevent the next X damage that would be dealt to you this turn. If damage is prevented this way, Vengeful Archon deals that much damage to target player. Um, so talk, talk about it, Joe. I really don't think it's that great, but, but like you can <laughs> no. But I, mean, I think the one if interesting thing two two that would be awesome. Well, I, mean, I think the one I mean, interesting thing about two, two it, for two, if you ever manage to get it out, is that you can deal damage to a planeswalker with it, which I think yeah. is kind of cool. I'm noticing a trend about my card evaluations, and like as soon as something's like five mana or more, I start to like dip out. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know if you noticed, but every time we're yeah. talking about like any cards, like I'm really, really, really picky about anything yeah, that's five you, mana or more. Once right. you hear mana cost, you're like, uh. It, Wait, you didn't say won the game, right? Mm. Yeah, like I, I just like I just really feel like um, you know we got we got Bloodbraid Elves, Searing Blazes, Goblin Guides, um, just like all all sorts of really even fast the, cards. Even the Planeswalkers, yeah, like, even the Planeswalkers. Curve. You know, you have like Elspeth coming down on turn three or four, depending on mm-hmm. if you have a Chalice. You're just like, oh, this is coming down. I have a now I have a token out and a five loyalty Planeswalker that's hard to kill. Like you're <clears> not yeah. like there's just like the formats. Seems like it's just too fast for cards that are that. Yeah, expensive. I, I'll, yeah. like I'll, I'll say like my interpretation of it um, was that when I, I, I might be played in like a white EDH deck because of course that's a much more slower format, and then also in limited because core sets are generally more slower, you know, more slower than say mm-hmm. Alara. Um, limited it, lots it's of stuff pretty, gets pretty. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty. Well, I mean. I'm glad that they, the way they designed it is that it's a great bomb. Like it's a rare. It's not a thing. So it's a great bomb, bomb. when you open it in. Um, and limited, so play yeah, and the, the, the art is cool. Yeah, I've played six mana five fives in limited before. <laughs> like yeah. that guy's. Yeah, I mean awesome. that's why. Like, I mean, we're mostly referring to standard unless something yeah. sticks out, like as obviously legacy or something. Mm-hmm. But it goes, you know, without saying that every card is playable in limited. That right. was sarcasm. Almost, Sorry, almost. I have to say that was sarcasm. That was definitely sarcasm. But now it, it's become the new EDH has become the new limited. But it's playable in EDH. In terms of like limited, I don't really, really talk about like commons that aren't good enough to play in any other format. But like yeah. certain commons, like you know, you definitely want to point out. But like, I mean, obviously, we're not really even talking about that. 
So uh, let's uh, let's talk about Nintoko Shade. Speaking of cards that cost less than five mana, yes. Yeah. So, so, so what do you think of Nantuko Shade, Connor? Nantuko Shade is just nuts. Like that card's insane. It's always been like a mono black staple. Right. If there's a mono black deck, Nantuko Shade will be in it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> what did, were you playing around Onslaught? I mean, I, I know you've been playing for. Yeah, I was playing not very well, but I was right, well, <laughs> neither were we. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like uh, it, it, for those who haven't been playing or don't haven't seen the spoiler, it's um, it's a reprint from Torment. It's a two-one for black, black, and uh, it has what swamp breathing, right? <laughs> it's uh, swamp <laughs> breathing. It's, uh, pay, pay a black. It's bog breathing. It's, it's bog breathing. Right, right, right. It's like uh, muck breathing. Yeah. So uh, it, it's pay a black, and it gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. It just vomits. <laughs> it's like. Uh, so you know, it just it pumps itself. It, it was definitely a staple back. Oh, I, I think yeah. it's it's definitely a corset card. Like the whole you know, yeah, to bring out the pump ability. I think it's awesome. It's a sick card. It just because it, it's. Uh, I mean, back in the day, like when when it was in tournament, it was pretty like the power creep was pretty hard with that card. But like now, it's like oh, he's pretty good. Yeah, it's really weird because I was thinking about Nantuko Shade a couple days ago, and I was just like, you know, that that was a cool card. I always had it in my sideboard in my mono black control deck, and I felt like I didn't play. I didn't play it very often, and I thought, I wonder what it would be like now. And then that night, it spoiled. I was just like, well, that was weird. Um, so you mentioned, or was it Dave that mentioned, the, the Cyclops Gladiator, which kind of, it is, yeah, the Arena Gladiator, that's what it, it it's a 4-4 four, four for red, 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 one, Cyclops Warrior, uh, rare. When it attacks, you may have a deal damage. Cyclops Warrior should ever be rare, but anyway. Well, yeah. Uh, it only has one eye. Come on, it should be uncommon. Right. Now, um... <laughs> So, uh, when it attacks, you may have it deal damage equal to its power to target creature defending player controls, and if you do, that creature deals damage equal to its power to Cyclops Gladiator. So, I think that's great for, you remove chump blockers. I mean, you attack into a wall of omens, like, hmm, kill the wall, and he's still coming, you know? That's, it seems pretty neat. But, I don't know if it's, it does, you know, pass the vanilla test, but I don't know if it's, it's... Fast enough or, or good enough, uh, but yeah, for standard. Uh, right. I don't think. But it, it is. I do like it. It's, it's at cute. least. Oh, it's, it's under five it's, mana, right? So <laughs> it's already. So, no, he's so, I, I feel like whenever I think about him, I feel like he's like really similar to like he's like the anti-aggro version of Obsidian Fireheart. That's kind of like how I think yeah. of him. It's like Obsidian Fireheart. It's like yeah. the I hate control guy, and like yeah. he's like the I hate aggro guy. Right. I don't really, like, I don't. I don't really think that either of them are like particularly amazing. Well, it, cool. it says here too. Actually, it's cool that you brought that up. It says the creature still burns. <laughs> uh, here we have another ley line. Ley line of punishment is the red one, and its players can't gain life, and damage can't be prevented. Boo! So. Sucks. Move on. <laughs> I mean. It's amazing. I think it's, it's so really, good. It's really good. It just depends. Like you don't necessarily need it. Like all the time. Well, no. I mean, it's sideboards. I think like right now, like like right now, like as of like last week, like you didn't need it because there wasn't the hate yeah. wasn't there. Right. But the hate's coming with this set. So I, I think I don't, that, like, the hate's coming back. I don't know. Like red, the way red's really weird because like I feel like the more effort I put into like fighting hate, the worse I do. Yeah. Well, well I mean, it really, it really seems like I just need to like. You just need to like focus on like your strategy. I think like, that that's. A, but same. that card's really nice. <laughs> no, it's a cool card. I think that's the same with like a lot of like decks, um, especially like with like aggro kind of decks. Like, because I'm yeah. playing this like mono green like token generating madness, and I feel like the more I try to like 
sideboard to like deal with certain decks. Yeah. Like the less I'm like I'm taking away from the strategy that I'm going for initially, and it just kind of. Yeah. Like, you know, just kind like of... when I was playing red, like my strategy against mythic was already really strong. You just burn all their mana creatures and kill them, you know, pretty quickly. Right. Like or you know Seems stuff good. like that. But like honestly, like I see a lot of people siding an unstable footing against them to dodge Firewalker if they have it. And I'm just like, no, just don't do that because like a lot of the time they can't cast it. Um, even when they do, like you kind of just can't really care about it because unstable footing isn't good against anything but control. Right, and I mean, and what you guys are talking about, Flores mentioned it a couple weeks ago in his articles. The seven deadly sins of mediocre magic was negative value sideboarding, where like you are actually doing things where you, you know, maybe like over sideboard. <laughs> you, you, you know, yeah. Uh, LSV said uh, something, or I think it was LSV regarding Turboland, is that the Turboland main deck is extremely tight. Whereas he said, don't side over like four to five cards. Because you're going to dilute the combo so much that you know it's just game two and three is going to be you know dreadful, right? Um, yeah, I, currently for the lane line, I mean, like with moderate and like, you know in, in standard, is that the, is it combustion or combust? Whatever that, yeah, that card is great. That answers like the only issue that I think Reddick wins has right now is Baneslayer Angel and Core Firewalker. As far as hate, like. I think combustion is much better than you combust. Know, the, I don't know the way I the way here. I see combust like it's definitely going to be played like it's a lot more necessary than the uh, than the ley line like I feel like against control combust isn't as good but at the same time you're definitely going to side it in mm-hmm. um, as uh, probably cutting steering blaze you know because. Um, mm. You, yeah, you against you control. You yeah. Oh, against control. Uh, I was yeah. listening. But, I mean, like, I think where <laughs> that card's really going to shine is against Mythic. Like, because I'm pretty sure that kills Sovereigns, right? Is it yeah, Sovereigns. Yeah, Sovereigns Sovereigns that's, that's really where it's going to shine. Because you kill, like, you can burn all their mana creatures all the way up. And mm-hmm. then, even mm-hmm. on turn five and six, when they actually, like, they usually have a chance to do something. Mm-hmm. Like... Not usually, but sometimes, and you'll be able to be right there. I yeah, didn't, I didn't even consider Oh, yeah, it kills Sovereigns. Sovereigns. That's, that's what really, I've been thinking That's about. really sick. So a lot of other decks might just like maybe splash it just to get rid of sovereigns. Like maybe like red white, you know, red white blue control like might happen again. Like planeswalker control. No, because they have they, path though. Like yeah, I know. Um, that's true. But I'd rather. Burn it than <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at the same know. time, you'd rather burn it than path and give them. No, 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 he's right. <laughs> path, but I mean, it's better than like oblivion ring against sovereigns. You know. Yeah. True. But like that would be a sideboard consideration. That's all. Uh, dark tutelage. You've seen that. It's yeah. Uh, okay. So Connor, you don't know what that is. Right? No. Dark tutelage. <laughs> it's, it's a uh, three three mana so black a black and two uh, dark confidant. Yeah, it's a black and two enchantment with dark confidant's ability. So the problem with it, obviously, you know dark confidant is. Yes. Who? Bob. No, but the the drawback that I see, and somebody mentioned, and I I didn't think about was the fact that when you uh, when you start realizing you want to get rid of Bob, it's not that hard to like just chump block, you know. But this is harder for you to even get rid of, especially in black. Did I mention that? Or no, somebody. I've been somebody talking really... about that to somebody. I don't. Yeah, really... I don't know. I mean, we didn't talk about it at all. Okay. I don't think we. You know, we try to refrain from. What was it? I, I even made a hashtag, save it for the podcast <laughs> or something, because uh, we started talking about mitotic slime yeah. on Twitter. It's like, oh, let's not talk. Um, can't talk. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good point that. I mean, the times that I have played Dark Confidant, like when I played uh, Ad Nauseam in mm-hmm. uh, Legacy, was 
I also viewed him as you know as a clock too. Like he he was a he was a right, dude. No. He came down a turn earlier. You know the curve is much lower now. Currently in standard, like I mean, there there you know a, a deck might erupt. You know in uh, the tutelage is it tutelage? Oh, yeah, dark tutelage. Yeah, it might fit in there perfectly. But like right now, I don't see it. And you know again, like you said, it's extremely hard to kill an enchantment. Mm-hmm. And if your opponent sees that you're you know kind of getting low, obviously. They're not gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're not even gonna yeah. give you an opportunity. They're not gonna block with an enchantment, right? right. You know? the, the good thing about it, though, it's splashable, and with all the blue manipulation and even crystal ball, right. um, mm, it's actually you can. You know, you of That's, all the yeah. ways like blue has to manipulate things and even draw cards, like I'll you know Jace and just put the land on top, and I'm just gonna keep drawing an extra card and not losing any life. If if you build the curve around it, you know. Yeah. Along with what I was just saying with the blue, but also just even in a mono black deck or black anything else, um, if you build the curve to take advantage of the fact that you want just low, low casting cost stuff. I mean, some sort of suicide blackish kind of thing, and where your, uh, you know, your curve maxes out at four. I, I don't know. You know, there's not Nantuko shade we were just mentioning. So I don't see it. Like I don't see it impacting the format too much. Right. I mean, I, just I trying think the to only, stretch it. It really. It's it. really specified. Like. Even Phyrexian Arena right now, yeah, which is so much better than that card, to, yeah. wouldn't even be like that play as playable as it was. Yeah, I mean that's kind of crazy though. Like when you think about it, like Arena so, Arena's ridiculous, amazing yeah. compared to the Dark Tutelage. Right. You know, who cares about like the color cost? Because like the mana's pretty good in. Let's in even standard, say kinda. Arena was two and a black though. Like mm-hmm. right now, playing it would still be really like well, a yeah, tough like. John wouldn't need it because John has the card advantage already. Right. So it would be like in like this card could pop up in a blue black control deck. But like at the same time, like what's a blue black control yeah, deck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's at least something to consider. It's not like flat out unplayable, but it doesn't seem as. Exciting as I think, I think maybe people pick them up at a dollar. I, I think that it's, right now they're like going for like what eight bucks, right? Really? Like, no, seriously? I think That's so. Look on Star City. Um, yeah. But the way I'm looking, no, I'm thinking like at the price they're going at right now, six bucks. Six bucks. Trade the crap out of them at six bucks. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like I, I say that, that about like almost every card right now. <laughs> it's just like I think this set, the prices are so inflated because of hype and because of the things that have yeah. happened in the last few sets where it was like. Bane Slayer, seven fifty, fourteen dollars, twenty dollars, twenty five. Suddenly, you know, and people, people are like, scared. I need to get this early because they're gonna like triple in value. So I better buy my time reversals at thirty, and I better buy, you know, all this stuff. Yeah, Primeval Titan at twenty five, twenty five, thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think people are so scared they're gonna, or or so um, optimistic that they could be uh, buying the next Jace at twenty dollars. Like, right? Because Jace would, would debut at thirty. Yeah, well, I mean, he was definitely around twenty because I've got him for twenty. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I, th- I think you know, with with mythics and you know what it's doing is that people are are afraid that that could happen. I think that's why the hype is just ridiculous right now. This like, is this like is six dollars for that card. Like that is ridiculous. It's a it rare. Twelve like, 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 even good rares. <laughs> even the best rares. <laughs> Well, everyone, I was saying, like, there's gold in them there, hills, boy. Yeah. Like, everyone wants, like, everyone... It's, it's a gold like rush. rush. It's right. a gold rush. Like, exactly. everyone wants to have the... Everyone wants to be the guy that, you know, is sitting there with their, like, 20 Jaces, be like, yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. Scotty, yeah. Like, yeah. They, want, like they want to buy their $5 Tarmogoyfs. Scotty like, had yeah. buying $25 Abyssal Persecutors, like, Ooh, by yeah. the hundreds. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's a, just a joke. Yeah, a joke, because he's always talking he about how he wants Persecutor to work in a deck. 
And I'm like, it's you okay bought it. It's John. Like, it's really not bad in John. Well, it, but I, even, I, I was playing it in John for a little bit. It's not $25, though. Oh, it's no, not $25. No, no. Good, he no. didn't buy a hundred of them. Yeah. I, I just keep saying, like, you just want to get your, like, uh, return on investment on those. <laughs> so you just keep trying to hype up a persecutor so it goes back up to even. <laughs> so you can trade them off and then be like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I definitely traded for persecutors close to 30. But uh, yeah. luckily, I traded away a bunch of, like, just rares that are still... Very minimal. You know what I mean? I could traded some Beastmasters and some Avengers. Stuff. I did. I traded like an Avenger. Yeah. Right. Which Avenger you know, Randall. it's yeah, like eight dollars. Yeah. I'm not right. that concerned. But either way, so um, the thing the thing I wanted to say was that like even the best rares, like like Knight of the Reliquary, and, or I'm going to say only the best rares, like Knight of the Reliquary and Noble Hierarch, that are seen play across like several formats, are even breaking the ten dollar mark. Like like Ranger Vios is like around ten, eleven bucks, or he might even be. Falling short of that. Is he in not, Emble- not in say, 11 Confirmed it, out. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't think I saw him anymore. So Ranger Vios not in M11, um, unfortunately. But what, whatever. Anyway, um, it just seems like so for rares, like I wouldn't even spend more than ten dollars on them. You're you're better off playing the odds and just not, you know, doing that. It's, yeah. There, there's I mean, not much chance they're going to either they're going to stay that high or. Uh, or go you're, higher. You're talking non-mythics, or I'm talking you're non-mythics. Okay, just yeah. Rares. I mean, I think that's, that's a that's a good thing that mythics did for the sense. Yeah. Is that, I mean, J- Wrath of God when there was no mythics was what fifteen dollars. Yeah, exactly. And like right now, Day of judgments like eight six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, you know uh, the uh, all the du- the, the duel lands. lands yeah. Or what, and the duel lands. What's the duel lands like? Uh, Yabamaya's coast and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what were they at? Like I, I, I'm say, not talking about like the they're all like fountain. They're like, like six. Yeah, like, uh, I mean the duels or the, no, yeah. The, I, mean, the, I guess the, the shocklands. Lands, the shocklands were like around ten, I think. In when they were in standard. Oh they no, they were they were like no, I'm sorry, yeah, no, no, yeah. they were See, ridiculous. I mean, I'm, right. I'm comparing it to that. Like, I mean, we like you right now. I think StarCityGames.com. You can pre-order Glacial Fortress for. Five dollars or something like. Yeah, it's. I, I think that's awesome. So you know, Dragon Skull Summit's like eight bucks. That's, really lands, that's totally where bucks, lands should seven, be because yeah. like lands are definitely like a baseline for like being yeah. able to build decks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. lands so, should so, be that way. And I yeah, think so. Mythics are, are, are making the you know the the normal rares like the certain staples. You know, m- much cheaper to pick up. People so. buying core sets shouldn't be priced out of a format because they can't build a mana base. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, like, like well said, well said. You know, that, I think that's just kind of the way it goes. Um, this is. Can I say something about dark tutelage? Yeah, go ahead. Like, I feel like. Okay, first of all, I feel like it's overhyped. I agree with everything everybody said about it. Um, you know, the art is really good. Art is great. Doesn't have really legs. Good. Can't deal with it too easy. The problem is like, you know, you f- mm. you think about like some of like, like you know, like you got those you know, vampire decks and shit like that, and mm-hmm. like they're gonna want to run this. And they're not going to realize when they're running this, they have no way to deal with enchantments just by right. default, by definition. Well, and they're going to go, I've got this. They do have life gain, right? I don't Vampire, know. Nighthawk. That's, that's the let's, only let's other way. Let's compare it, though. Yeah, compare it, Dark Tutelage. Three <laughs> mana um, doesn't do anything. On your next turn, you're getting another card. <laughs> to Bloodbraid Elf. Let's compare it to that, where right. you have four Which mana, and you're you playing a card. a card. Yeah. You have a creature, you get a card. Yeah, and like, get, compare Dark three. Tutelage to Bloodbraid Elf, and you just can't. Yeah. Right, well, but well, I mean, vampires can't run every turn. Vampires right, can't run at the same time. Right you know, just play, just play cascade cards every turn. No. <laughs> vampires can't play cascade cards. <laughs> Dozies. I'm so bad. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's got a lot. It, there's way many, way, way more preferable options in, in a lot of, you know. I think you know. I think with Jace with Crystal Ball, like you said, like could be interesting. I think yeah. that like, I don't know. 
I just, have, I just have one advice to everyone out there: is uh, don't play fair cards. Don't play fair decks right now because you're not going to do well with fair cards. <laughs> well, you could play it with Platinum Angel. Oh. There you go. Oh. <laughs> I Wait, lose. No, no, Platinum Angel's a four-four, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it does that a bit less. Yeah, right. It's just like oh, foiled again. Yeah. Oh, so, John, uh, I wish I John is still it. around. You have to be able to beat it. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or yeah. Uh, it's gonna be so I don't even know if we want to talk about Sarah's Ascendant. It's kind of neat. People like it for EDH. Oh like, yeah, that card's made for EDH. It feels like from a standard aspect, I don't think we should. No, it, I mean it's, it's cool a, it's with a, Ranger Views for the next three months, but who's gonna who's gonna want like that's a lot of get, work to get thirty likes. Exactly. Exactly. And then like if you I have know, thirty, are, like, are there any cards that make it? Do you know what it is? Easy? No, I mean, I'm saying, are there any cards that make it sort of easy to, like, game? Rest for the Weary. Well, Rest for the Weary, Sunspring Expedition. Uh, do you really want to put those in your no, Right. No. Sarah's Ascendant is the, a 1-1 one, one for a white life link, uh, and as long as you have 30 or more life, it gets plus 5, plus 5, and has flying. So you get a 6-6 six, six flying life link if you have 30 life. Uh, All right, guys, think about this. If you have 30 life, is, is if you can maintain Is there a Soul Warden right now? I mean, like, I remember yeah, there I ran Soul, Soul Wardens in a Ranger package in White Weenie. Like, Soul, that wasn't is that uncommon Soul, Soul Warden or something? I don't remember. Yeah, but getting, both, getting, like, you, yeah. like, no, you play, you play a Soul Warden and, like, you play, you know, Conqueror's Pledge, like, Soul something like that. You're 30 life. So, like, I would run, like, I mean, I don't know, like, I'm not saying I would play that, but I used to play, like, a White Weenie deck that was very, like, that would get above 30 life. The thing is, like, if you need to maintain I mean, it for, yeah, I mean, you can't, obviously, you can't do that. Yeah. Well, it has lifelink, so once I think once you get the point, <laughs> once you get it, yeah, yeah I mean, but, it's but easier to maintain. Life, you're wasting at least a card and a half. That's right. why it's got. Like, that's why it's got to be. That's why it's got to be like a soul warden type card. Yeah, it yeah. can't be something where you're. You really need to build around it, and it just right. seems. Yeah, it's like, not worth it. Right, if you're building a deck that's gaining that much life, you're survival cash. You're having. You might as well right. also also why not just have like four of our sovereign? If, if, if you're going right. to thirty life, why don't we just go to forty life and win the game? Exactly. <laughs> you <laughs> would apparently. That's what you want to do. Yeah. That gets you there. Let's talk about uh, Durf Effigy Fragile. Yeah, I love this. I think it's neat. Oh it's man, a, uh, I agree. Fragile Effigy or brittle. brittle Effigy. We're not sure what the exact I, I translation is. I think it's brittle. Okay. They they were saying that it might be fragile. Anyway, it's French. Um, and uh, so we the, the translation is it's uh, one casting cost artifact rare uh, tap four and tap it and exile it well the, the cost is pay four tap and exile this card um, exile target creature that's the effect so it's colorless colorless way to exile um, you know it's colorless removal I think that's always something to consider remember like mouth of Ronum was kind of cool that was a land though and speaking of which we do have a land that that to yeah, talk about. Let's talk about that. Right well, let's talk about finish talking about. that. I didn't even think about that card in red. What the? Uh, I don't. I don't think you thought energy. about. I don't think I thought any about card. any card. Yeah. You're right. You, you no, that card like that card seems really good in lots of decks. Like I mean, you can drop it really easily and just have it sitting. You're talking about the artifact, right? That's yeah, that seems one. really good. It's like, I think it's, it's really the same. Card you, can kill, sets, right? you can kill all the important creatures. It's, with it's it. the reverse. Or, the reverse. Okay. Yeah. So you you can drop it really easily. You know, just pay one and then. When you feel like using it, kills, it it's just and, it, and it handles it handles like this is what that's why I used to run like executioner's capsule in mm-hmm. uh, John. It handles Emrakul. I mean that's yeah. not totally irrelevant. Yeah, I, I I like it. I think it's a really cute. card. I think that card will be played. 
Yeah, I like it a lot I like deflect. I mean, yeah, deflect it is a blue blue instant rare. You may choose new targets for target spell. It's very swervy in a way. Like it's along the same uh, lines. Exact. No, it's well, no wait because you can swerve is target, target spell choose. with a single target. Yeah. So yeah. This yeah. you one, can comment storm the shit out of somebody. <laughs> yeah, when they try to comment storm <laughs> you, right? You have okay. to. They have to try to comment storm you first. But uh, it's it's very it's just the same kind of thing. Like when. When uh, when it's good, it's ridiculous. When it's not, you're sitting there like, great. Yeah. I'd rather have a twin cast that is reverberate now. Now, yeah. Speaking of which, we'll, we'll just mention that now. We have uh, reverberate, which is red, red, instant, rare, copy target, instant, or sorcery spell. You may choose new targets for the copy. So this is the red fork. It's it <laughs> <laughs> or it's okay. twin cast. It's it's twin cast, but it's red. And twin cast was fork, but it was blue. Except it didn't make the card. Red or blue. It doesn't oh, change the color of the spell it you're copying. shifted a plane? It totally, it totally plane shifted. It totally broke the reprint policy. <laughs> I'm going to write an angry letter. Toon Castle's Castle on the reserve list 100%. No, Fork was, no, though. Fork, yeah. <laughs> no, Fork really was. Is it? That's really funny. Yeah, so but I just think it's funny. I like this. I, I love it. No, I think it's I like great. It I wish they just recorded Fork, but whatever. Yeah, can, can, can we can can mystifying these? <laughs> Yeah, let's, 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 we're coming up on. Like, let's just talk about it now. Mystifying maze. Since we mentioned the other, uh, you call color, it corn. Colorless removal. What's that? I said you call it corn maze. You call it corn. <laughs> um. So yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, work with me here. Uh, <laughs> we need a laugh track. <laughs> I love the crates of the crickets. So good. So good. I wish I, I like how like the crickets are going over you going, I wish I had a sound for making crickets. Yeah, I wish there was a cricket in the room. Right. Um, so uh, <laughs> Mystifying Maze is a rare land. Uh, it adds one colorless to your manifold and you have uh, the ability yes, that's how you tap lands. Pay for tap. Pay for it and tap it to exile target attacking creature and opponent controls. At the beginning of the next end step, return it to the battlefield tapped under its owner's control. So it's a very, it's a kind of a fixed Maze of Ith. Although Maze of Ith untapped the creature and just removed it from combat, so it was still, you know, not if it had any kind of tap ability, you know, it would actually still be able to do that. I don't know that that, that this is better, but it's Obviously, you have to pay a lot more. Uh, Maze of Ith is really good because... Oh, I, mean, it's be- I just no. mean the idea. Is it better to Remove exile it, it or, or leave it there on uh, tap? Definitely just leave it there on tap. Because there's a lot of coming up with Com- Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, But it's still... It's really colorless sort of removal. I mean, it at least takes care of one of the creatures. I, the way I, I, I actually don't think it's going to be good. No. To be honest, like, it's expensive. It is expensive. And yeah. it doesn't deal... It doesn't entirely deal with, like... Everything that you need it to deal with. And it's good against mythic. That, it yeah, is, right. It it's like go ahead and off. put your conscription on it, and I'm gonna. Oh yeah. You know, it's just, if it's just sitting there, what do they do? Like, you're gonna have to take Well, exactly. I mean, you have to. But the conscription, and you're locking yourself out of the game, like from interacting with them. Yeah, but if they have, if guys. You mean you mean like the player against the? the if you're playing with that card, it's you're, spending, you're, you're spending all your resources, so you can't do anything else. And then if they're just like swinging with multiple creatures, well, you do it once they de- when they declare the attack. You know what I mean? If they de- if they want to swing with multiple creatures, well, then you don't use Mystifying Maze to. You're saying like yeah, you're but like, what are you tapped. doing? Like right. what are you doing if you're uh, not Jason's ingenuity end of turn? 
Yeah, I mean, I mean the format's going to be a lot less sorcery speed. Oh, mainly too. Like, I'm very yeah. used to like the format being completely tap out, sorcery tap out, speed, yeah. tap out. So yeah. like, I guess now that we have other stuff, then I might be I might be very wrong. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't think it's going to be like a huge card. It might be like a two of or something in a control deck. I will say it could like you know how like the blue red Taps white planes how the, yeah, how the, useless, the blue yeah. red white planeswalker deck had um, like two or three tectonic edge. Mm-hmm. Um, it may take that spot because tectonic edge. I mean, obviously it doesn't destroy the land and put them down lane. However, if they attack with a man land, you can mystify and use it. Yeah, yeah. but so, I, feel like, I feel like that's, like, kind of not as good against Jund, but better against Mythic. Like, I guess it's just, like, you're right. kind of yeah, choosing, but, I mean, you're choosing but, but, where you want to put your put your power. Like, right. Tectonic Tr- Edge would be better against Jund, and, like, the Maze would be better against, like, Mythic and... And yeah, control. I'm. I'm just. I'm really excited for the card. I. I think you know. It's a. Like, Although maybe not against control. ED, I think EDH not players. Will love it. <laughs> I'm lying. Um. I, hey, we really yeah, sold the token. I like the card a lot. Good. <laughs> Sorry, I only paid five mana for it. Johnny's uh, avatar when somebody ultimates off the Johnny Goldman. <laughs> like <laughs> exile. Go ahead, attack. <laughs> All your work is for naught. Right. Hornet Sting. Right. Hornet Sting's a lot of, you know, pretty so controversial card. So I think it's ridiculous. Like, who cares? Well, everybody's just... Oh, well, God. It's Hornet Sting. Basically, it's, it's the lava dart, but it's green. Yeah, it's basically... You know, it doesn't have flashback. I, I'm not going to lie. I like it. I, I love like it, too. Well, yeah, I really like it. It's probably it's it's not a controversy because everyone's like, oh my God, it's color destroying the, polar, the color pie. No, it's, it's like not. Unyaru B Sting came out way before this. Well, not only that, but as far as I know, when you pay a red for an instant in red... You get three damage, you get 8, not one thousand damage. Right, like, yeah, like this yeah, is this is a, little a beast third of that. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just like, like unless you're like allergic to bees, like this isn't going to be a huge problem. Wait, does yeah. it put a bee counter on that? <laughs> 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 yeah, that would, that would put be a so bee counter on target that would be player. So cute if it if it put if it dealt the damage and, and put a bee counter. No, I dealt the damage and the, the, the controller gets a poison counter or something. That would be good, uh, right? Bring uh, back yeah. poison. But no, really. What's that? I like that green's getting a lot of good removal, though. Like, I mean, I think that's pretty Plummet. good. Plummet. Like, Plummet yeah, is so some... good. Why is no one talking about well, it? Well, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. But <laughs> yeah. I think well, because it's too. been spoiled for so long. Yeah. You know, it was spoiled with the Artenemy decks, so... It's oh, it's of... in those? It's yeah. in one. It's in the green-white uh, one. Yeah. I, I, I love that card. It's I just like, think two it's mana, cool. right? Because, like, green shouldn't have, like, great removal, but it got two really good utility removal spells, mm-hmm. which really helps. Like, you have your... They need, they need situational removal. Yeah, you need And also, if, like, Lotus Cobra is as good is as good as he or she. Is. <laughs> it depends what side you're looking at. Uh, uh, is as good as that thing is. Uh, you know, with the, once M11 comes out, then like the the Hornet the Hornet yeah. thing thing. Well, yeah, I mean you have plenty of things to target. Yeah, I just see just Lotus Cobra. That's it. I mean Lotus Cobra Noble Hierarch. Nah, no. Just I would, I would kill Noboire. <laughs> just stinging I, I would kill anything that I get the chance to kill, because I know that I'm not going to be able to kill stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's something I can kill. Cast that. I, can, I cannot <laughs> wait to just go Tarnwind Forest. The person goes, Noboire can go, nope, Hornet sting you. <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> sting you. End of turn. Sting you. EOT sting. Yeah. Obviously, Obviously, I can't wait for how can you- <laughs> what? Scepter. Ishikron Scepter with that on it. Oh, there you go. Oh, my God. What are those pre-ordering at? Oh, they're By the way, this has nothing to do with anything, but 
I was like testing extended like a little bit, and holy crap, you can you can cascade. You, there's like a green, red, blue deck that plays Bloodbraid off and plays Ancestral Visions. <laughs> I could not believe yeah. that. When I've I saw been that doing that since. That is that, that is so insane. Like, <laughs> I was I was there's nothing, there's nothing to do with anything, but like, holy crap. <laughs> Remember I was running Hypergenesis, and at first, like, when I first saw Cascade, I was like, do I want to use Ancestral Visions or Hypergenesis? Yeah, that's I, right, I remember that. I was, yeah, I, I was rocking that shit last year, man. So, well, we, did, did anybody care to talk about Wild Evocation? Uh, so I, don't, kind of, I don't know. But if we don't remember what it does, it's probably right. not. Isn't it, like, kind of... Warp worldy in a way. Uh, yeah, like, see those things. We can't. It's, it's an enchantment for red and five. It's rare. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player reveals a card at random from his or her hand. If it's a land card, the player puts it in onto the battlefield. Otherwise, the player casts it without paying its mana cost. So it's just like random. Drop something from your hand, whether it's a land or or a, if it's a spell, you just play it. So that's at the beginning you know, of your upkeep. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, which each seems upkeep. really awkward. Yeah, it's like, really it's weird. Six mana. Yeah. Yeah, it's just what I don't know. It's, you cast it's, it's a spell, so I mean, like with Eldrazi, it could be interesting. But like, right. I mean, it could be a stretch. You're I just mean, like Rant Hornet sting. Damn. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, I feel like, I feel like, if you're doing something like that, it's probably just better to run some sort of deck like the Mono Green Eldrazi. Yeah, deck that mon- not, not the Eldrazi. Like I mean, Eldrazi Monument yeah, deck mm. with the overruns and stuff. Like, yeah. I feel like that's like probably just like that. Wins the game better no, than let, the deck with that card. This, this is not even a card. Let's just not talk about right. it. Or it's a combo card. You need to really. Wait, like wait just wait, it. John. You all. <laughs> just you wait. Yeah. So, Sword of Vengeance. This is awesome. Love this. It's uh, equipment for three. Um, awesome art. Yeah, it's uh, a rare. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus zero, and has first strike, vigilance, trample, and haste. And the equip cost is three. So, it kind of turns it into a mini Acroma. No flying, but. Uh, and no, exactly. no pro, what, pro red and, and black, whatever yeah, it so was. I think, really I think the haste, I think I think no, no, everything else. It's like, like, I think the haste is almost the best part. Oh, is yeah, it has haste? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. ridiculous. Like, that's like, that's really, really good. Right, like, just think, paying an extra you're three. On, you're on one with your Stoneforge Mystics. I don't know if it's going to do more than it's, that. I think but. it's it's better, like, it allows players not to have to play green for the Behemoth Sludge now. Like, I think once Behemoth Sludge rotates, it could take that spot, and of course, Stoneforge gets so much better with that card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I like it a lot. I, I think it's a great card. Uh, uh, Bomb Unlimited, too. Oh my god. Yeah. That card Unlimited would just probably win the game. Put that on a Hornets thing? That card, however, doesn't help your creatures survive a Hornets thing. It's true. It's true. <gasps> Hornets thing is so good. Um, Day of Judgment is apparently in eleven. <laughs> Uh, That's cool. Uh, Triskelion is is apparently in it as well, which is interesting. Another bit of colorless removal, kind of like he comes into play with three hornet sting counters on it. Um, <laughs> no, it's the uh, creature gets plus one plus one for each hornet sting count for each B counter on Triskelion. Right. Oh my god! Uh, it's B a counters. six. Triskelion, if you don't know, is a one one for six. It comes into play with three plus one plus one counters on it. So three B counters. It's a oh yeah B counters. Um, it's a four four. You can remove. Plus one, plus one counters to deal one damage to target creature or player. So it's another way to remove planeswalkers if you want, like or whatever, whatever you would hornet's thing. You could use Triskelion mm-hmm. for multiple times. Yeah, and if you have a way to put plus one, plus one counters on creatures, yeah, like the the Mephidros Vampire, the machine gun combo. Yeah, I remember that. That was cool. Well, they had this awesome. this the the uh, that oh. the Steel Overseer guy. Yeah, this, there you go, Steel Overseer. Tap put a plus one, plus one counter. Uh, on uh, it might be Dave. Oh, he must have locked himself Dave out. Might, yeah. 
Mass Polymorph, I think, is the card I'm most excited for. Really? I, I kind of like, is that so anything it's similar exactly to what you think it is. It's, it's, it's a blue and five. Exile all creatures you control, then you control. Right. You hear that? Then reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal that many creature cards. Put all creature cards revealed this way onto the battlefield and shuffle the rest of the revealed cards into your library. I think it's awesome. Seriously, like, with the green tokens deck I'm playing mm -hmm. right now, oh my right. god, like, you know, I, I, I can do a turn three, I mean, like, I have the mana for a turn three Avenger of Zendikar, but you don't want to play an Avenger of Zendikar on turn three, mm -hmm. you know, so usually I'll kick a Wolfbriar Elemental three times. Mm -hmm. So, like, instead of doing that, man, I just want to go, okay, Mass Polymorph, and then search up, like, Six creature cards. Like, Land or elves. Land or elves. Damn it! Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, there there is the chance of that. I, mean, I, mean, I would run it. I would almost run it in like, oh, like a next level bant sort of type of I scenario. Mean, someone already mentioned like yo dog. We heard you like the polymorph, so we put a polymorph in your polymorph, so you can polymorph like. I polymorph. said that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's saying <laughs> Holy, holy god! The card is. I'm gonna. So I'm going to. Ref I'm gonna refuse to play that card. I I I think that even card, if it's good, that card makes that that card makes um makes makes. I probably makes Craig Wesco Wesco in his pants because it's <laughs> like that card is so much better than Polymorph. At, like at, at, like it's it's just not even measurable because it allows you to play sixteen creatures in a Polymorph deck and it's like it's like if Warp World wasn't a, a, a dog s card that that's that's mass Polymorph. Like, I, I really like it. I, th I think it's, it's one side. I hate the name. I yeah, the same here. People are like, "Oh, there's going to be a mass yeah. po polymorph." Yeah. Yeah, who, I'm like, who, "Okay," yeah. and they're like, "Mass this? polymorph." I'm like, "Where's the? What's the name of this card?" Yeah. Did, like, oh, it's someone, mass polymorph. Did someone from Watsy like say, "Hey, there might be a mass polymorph card," or was it just a speculation? Somebody yeah. knew what, it. Somebody got them. What's really cool about the art is that there's a lot of like previous generation, as I like to call them, mm -hmm. um, creatures like the the worm from yeah. uh, symbiotic worm. No, no, the uh, uh, the worm tokens from. From Judgment. Crash of the Worms. Yeah, yeah. Crash, of the crash of Worms. Crash. Or yeah, uh, crash there's of a worms. Pester Mite. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. There's a, that one Minotaur, bro. Yeah, Tauron Minotaur. Oh, in the Tower. Tower. Yeah, <laughs> I don't ever look at the art. Tangor? Is there a Carnophage in the back? That's nice. nice. You got this going but yeah, there's like a... There's, I think there's Isamaru, Hound of Kanda, yep. running around mm -hmm. in there. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, so, someone, someone said it. Is um, it? Yeah. It's just... It, it might be all Chris Muller, because he's the one who... Did the art and that'd be funny. All creatures that because he did Pestermite, he did Isamaru. Uh, that seems lazy. How do you know yeah. this? Like, <laughs> you're he's, a master. He's the art master. I, I speaking like the speaking art. of art, so so John and I were talking last week about like why why we think like time reversal will see more play than a card like diminishing returns and legacy. <laughs> And, and we, we explained it, could it be like, the artwork. <laughs> yeah, we explained it. It must be the artwork because like the, and, like like time reversal has the cool like planet thing going yeah. on, and like diminishing returns has the guy like like this green glob of person maybe yeah. like, like just like pointing into the future. And, like, the thing that Dave introed it and said, well, it's strictly better than diminishing returns because the art on that is terrible. Yeah. Like, Players are not playing the card because the art is terrible. Yeah, Actually, they are. They are. They are. Yeah. Depends on who you talk to, because I, I've definitely not played good cards because I thought they were ugly. In recently? No, no. In, in my mono black control deck, uh, like I could not stand playing Skeletal Scrying. Uh, back in like 2000, I was like, that artwork is that terrible. That card was so good. Though. It was. I ended up playing it eventually. Yeah, yeah Skeletal oh, Scrying was just like this terrible, like... Terrible art, great card. Yeah, and so I wouldn't... I was trying to avoid playing it as much as possible. But I did end up playing it. So, uh... 
Stormtide Leviathan, I actually think is kind of... I think yes! Oh, I, think I totally good. forgot about this card. I love this card. It's, uh, it's an you eight... You never know if you're serious. No, I, I'm not trolling. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how great it is, but I like it. It's, you know, it's an 8-8 eight, eight for 8. Three blue and a 5. Um, island walk, rare. Creature Leviathan. Um, all lands are islands in addition to their other types, and creatures without flying or island walk can attack. So it's got, like... Island Sanctuary kind of built into yeah, it. Yeah, it yeah. makes you know it, it's for all intents and purposes unblockable. Mm-hmm. Um, helps mana fix your opponent if they're stuck on blue. Well, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm trying to think of what like I, like uh, Urborg does it neat. Like I feel like it's so close for me. Like I feel like it's really close to being like what I would want a card that costs eight mana to do. I mean, two yeah. words, two words. Quest for Ulus Temple. <sighs> Just saying. <laughs> um, just saying. Like, it, Get your quests for Ola's Temple. You heard it here first. Um, like, oh, hopefully oh, last. The, the Orborg Tomb of Yagmoth. Yagmoth. Are you kidding me? Yagmoth. Yagmoth. Oh, yeah, it's Yagmoth. Yo, it's Yag. That's what we call it on the street. Are you from Wisconsin? <laughs> Yagmoth, he's here and he's looking for us. Um, he's trying to be an evil necromancer. Like, like, Yagmoth's will is to pull cards out of your graveyard. <laughs> Like that card was good because of because of tendrils. However, with like, what what does islands matter? Like, I'm trying to think. Of, they matter when your creature's unblockable. That's your creature no. gets island walk. No, for you, for you though, because all, all of the lands are islands. Right. Oh, or what is the benefit for you having? Yeah, like, any? isn't there like a six mana draw card? Mana fixins. Bruh, yeah, but like, that yeah, but why what? do you care? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I yeah. just want to sit there and counter anything they Why are you trying to draw cards? Right. Yeah, I mean, no, obviously, like, the manifesting is, is probably not an issue. You're probably not, like, dying to draw your, like, your evacuation or, or something. You're just like, oh, I just need one more island and I got it. I had eight sources of blue mana. <laughs> yeah. I really I do think if it wasn't for the whole flying thing, like, I feel like the only reason I don't think it's good enough to play is because that is because creatures with flying can attack you. I, I think that the biggest thing is that it's extremely expensive. And it there's is, no way to but protect like, it. no, there's no way to actually, protect it. It's actually really, there's really plenty of ways to protect it. Yeah, holding up what, going all the way up to to ten mana for a negate. Oh, it's just leak? so powerful. Like, no mana leak at turn <laughs> ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not going to see play. Everyone knows that. Please, no, but it's please cool. cash one card. I like the twenty. It's an upgraded Leviathan, I think. That's I'm it's no, we bla- talked about Unfortunately, that. it's no yep. Blazing Archon. This is what <laughs> I wanted to talk about. So Wildfire has been reprinted at an extra extra colorless mana, and it does five five damage, and you sacrifice five lands. So, mm-hmm. Or each player sacrifice. Five is I'll, I'll definitely the magic number right, right now. Yeah, so Destructive yes, Force is. is red, red, five, sorcery, rare. Each player sacrifices five lands, and Destructive Force deals five damage to each creature, which is Wildfire plus one, yep. like in basically every aspect. Um, so, I don't know. Wildfire was really good. Hate it. <laughs> I, who's going to play that card, honestly? I, I think it's... I, I like it a lot. I mean, it's I like... Expensive I like Wildfire a lot more, obviously, mm-hmm. but, uh, because... Uh, but, I mean, when I played Wildfire, I had to put a monolith, so... Yeah, that's the, that's know, the thing. Like, it's... Wildfire was great because of all the, like, the other ways yeah. of getting mana. Like, I have a Wildfire deck from... You know, 10, 11 years ago, where it was like, you know, uh, Heart of Ramos and Crystal, or what was it, the uh, Fire Diamond and things like that. Yeah. And you'd be like, Wildfire, I'm still sitting here with like five mana, you know, yeah. because even though all the land. Yeah, never flying, Chalice. So we also like, have yeah. a little something called Border Posts. Right, so there are 
There, there are ways in cute. standard yeah. to do it. I mean, but I would, there's a red green border post. I would, I mean, I would, I would absolutely like, try to try to try to make some sort of Ponza deck and see what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't be like, get your get your destructive forces now exactly. before they're four dollars <laughs> before they're real money. Yeah. I think I think I think I would definitely I think yeah, I, would, I, 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 would I think, I think we should sure. make, yeah. try to make a build. Yeah, please yeah. prove me wrong. I want that card to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I really do like Lindsay. And five, I mean, I five like, is seriously like the right number. And I, and I feel like for seven mana, like I feel like there are five mana like land destruction spells that kill one land or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean it's it's uh, Call to Mind is uh, blue and two, sorcery uncommon. Return target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand. So you follow up your destructive force, just mm-hmm. get it right back. Play it again. With your blue red. Exactly. Uh, blue red burn no. and blue red burn. No. No. Um, but it no, it's called. I call it Permanent Burn because it plays both permission and burn spells. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so nice. I seem to have this really yeah. fat category where it's just like this card could see play in an obscure combo mm-hmm. deck that might take the format by storm, but. I don't see anything ever happening. Yeah, right? It's just like there's there's this huge list of cards that like pl- that have previously played roles in combo decks that we just don't have right now. Is it instant yeah. or sorcery? It's just sorcery. Oh, you can yeah. return an instant or sorcery. So um, you know you can. So like get re- your Recollect used to be like played like in like in the first iterations of Heartbeat like combo stuff like that. Like there was like there was like there's certain like cards that have been historically like good like that. See, there's a, I, feel like historically, I, I feel like this is a card, I mean, and this is just off the top of my head, but, like, this is a card that can fill a slot where if you want to make your deck more, like, well-rounded in the beginning, like, say, in game one where you have, like, you know, two or three Day of Judgment and you have more on the sideboard, you, you put this in there, so it's, like, kind of your fourth Day of Judgment, but you decided out to get it. But if you don't need the Day of Judgment, it's your fourth... Mind, you know, your third Mind Spring or yes, something that's, like that. That's, but that's, you, that's have to play the, you have to play the Day of Judgment to get it back with it. Like... So, of course, right. I mean, uh, so if you draw this and not the day of judgment, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's not like a trade. It's, it's added something. flexibility. Four words, right? Yeah. Pyromancer Ascension combo. Boom. <laughs> I already tried that. That was like my worst performance I mean, at FNM ever. What, one of the things I like about it is the way the art looks like the missing third art from memory lapse. Like, like the Homeland's <laughs> art, they were just like, holy crap, we didn't use this one. It and looks really good. Like Teresa like Nielsen. The, yeah, they have Omar from The Wire, actually. In the, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's dressed as Jace. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Omar as Jace the Mind Wait, is, is Jace African American? No, uh, actually, he would be African Dominion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's uh, African. We've, we've, we've had this. Yeah, we pretend a Dominion. Yeah, that's right. correct. Um, we got back Chandra Naylor. Yeah, we, we have the original five planeswalkers back. Whatever. Yeah. Mystifying Maze. We talked about. Did you have anything? Mystifying Maze? Is uh, is a baller. I like it a lot. And uh, I'm yeah, medium about it. You're medium about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm slightly. So if I'm Johnny Blaze, you're lukewarm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's too good. So, uh, Leyline of Single, uh, sorry, Leyline of Sanctity. Is that that Joe, Joe was like, what the hell is Ivory Mask? If Leyline of Sanctity is in your opening hand, you may begin the game with it on the battlefield. You can't beat the target of spells or abilities your opponents control. So it is, it's, it's Ivory Mask, but it can... Be free. It can be free on on. Didn't Ivory Mask cost the same amount? Yes. Yeah. That, this it's card, literally this card. upgraded Ivory Mask, and it even has better artwork. 
Like I saw the Wait, artwork is it a plane? Isn't it the planes? It looks like a planes. Like I was like, oh my yeah, god, that's that. the land for you know, that's the artwork for planes. That's you know, amazing. But then it's on this. I'm like, damn it, I can't play several of those. Well, you can play no less than four. Yeah, you have to I, I can't. You have to play four of any way line, in my opinion. And then just have to. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily do that. I think so. Like with the I red think, one, for example. Well, I feel like, I feel you like, like really, two or three. That, like, like you I, maximize. I feel like you're only playing a ley line yeah. because you need to get the yeah. ley line. You maximize like, it by playing four, obviously. But like, like the red one, for example, is a fine card if you cast it on turn four because against most decks, it's. I mean, it's yeah. obviously better if it starts in play. I don't think you can play the red one on turn four and be totally happy with it. As opposed to free, <laughs> yeah, totally I'd rather have it yeah, free. Yeah. No, but it's just like I just don't think it does enough on turn four. You need to be like you need it in play earlier, so that way on turn four you're doing stuff that's like killing them. Yeah, like you can stretch ley line on turn four is really good because they <laughs> they won already. <laughs> oh, see the thing the thing with ley lines though, it's I mean I they, I was playing around Ravnica, but I didn't play with ley lines at all. So you know when they were around, I, so I can't exactly speak to the you know any experience with the strategy mm-hmm. of playing ley lines, but. Right now, if you can find a way, if you're if you're playing a strategy that requires you to you know discard cards or put cards back, things like that, that actually might benefit you to play for, and you start with you know so in blue yeah. you play the line of anticipation, and now you know if you draw another one you just put it back with Jace, shuffle it away, yeah. things like that. Like Sphinx um, of Lost Truth. The Sphinx of Lost Truth the, was my other example. The one thing know. the one thing I don't like about the Leyline cycle um, is that they reprinted Leyline of the Void. And the, I thought that was the, good. It's cool. Like it. Like I would almost rather they had printed leyline of like the ne- like like I think who was it um uh, said like I scratched out leyline of the nether void on leyline of the void like they said it on Twitter. Like I would uh, I would almost say they did that better just because it's like the symmetry of there being nine leylines is just kind of weird. Yeah. Well. Um, and also like in a fi- in a format like vintage where like uh, like you know. You kind of want that fifth ley line for dredge, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's just that's just. Kind oh, of you're just saying you wanted a functional reprint? Of yeah, it? like wow. they made a functional reprint of it and called it like ley line of ley line that's of void. So no, because dredge would be unplayable 110. No, it wouldn't be because no one's playing ley play lines it. right now. Yeah, like, like it's just like that's so much hate. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton of hate for dredge. It's still like the it's still the greatest combo deck ever made. You heard it here first. I mean, I almost <laughs> feel like ravenous trap is like ley line five days. Exactly. There you go. Well, yeah. it, well, it is. I, I don't. I, I'm not saying it because I need the extra hate. I'm saying it because you're scared, it, Dave. No, yeah. Because you, you mad. You mad. Because the, the, the math, the mathy kid in me, like wants there to be ten ley lines and not nine. It's just weird. Yeah. I, that that's. I didn't. I didn't even. Uh, like an M12. Is there going to be like. Leyline of the like of the terror, uh, leyline of terror, and then like nothing else. Just, yeah, and nothing else. Just so there's ten. No, um, who cares? You were running it. Yes. Um, just OCD about that one thing. For some can, can I mention something? Yeah, 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 joke yeah, about yeah, OCD. Really it's a really serious like, condition. You wanted to say about? I saw the, a TV show about it. Yeah. Yo, good. Leyline of Star City. Is that what it says? <laughs> Sanctity. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> leyline of Star City Games. What exactly is Star City Games? I don't know. They are. So go ahead, go ahead. No, um, so just um, the five art life gaining artifacts were reprinted. The demons, oh, yeah, yeah. etc. Oh, oh yeah. But the one thing I wanted to really say uh, is that we've had our first downgraded mythic. 
in in the history of magic. The Hydra. Pro, pro, and my favorite right. card name, yeah. because it's just so dirty sounding, Protein Hydra, I mean Protean Hydra, <laughs> is that what it, um, <laughs> was, was a mythic in M10, now a rare in M11, yeah. which I just right. think is interesting. Thank God, know. the masses are so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, I just think it's neat to, like that's a precedent so, they've set. They're doing the protein shake. No, I'm just saying, that's a precedent they've set, um, <laughs> Honor the pure haunting echoes, both reprinted, which is cool. Yeah. Manic Vandal, if the pro, if the purple that, that it's a Viridian Shaman. If but it's right? red. Yeah, it, it's, it's not a reprint. It's, it's, yeah. it's no, listed no, no, as no, if no. it's a reprint. No, I want um, I want the flavor text on it. If okay. that's if that's the flavor text, the real flavor text, I love it. He does yeah. it for fun. Or it's no. fun. He doesn't need another reason. Yeah. I just think that's really funny. Like right. when he enters the battlefield, destroy target artifact. Okay. So um, I guess we should close the episode. Just, so yeah, um, boom. Thanks everybody for listening. Bye. Nobody else is talking. So. Yay! The OMTG Taps is available every Friday on StarCityGames.com. You can also find us on MTGCast.com, O2Drop.com, TheStarkingtonPost.com, Top8Magic.com, and MTGMetagame.com. Visit our website, IWantMyMTG.com, for past episodes and more. You can contact us at YoMTGTaps at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at YoMTGTaps and Affinity for Blue.